Alrighty, hello everyone. Welcome to the Hive Mind July Recap Podcast. We're back again with a whole bunch of new shit to talk about, as per usual. Uh, here with the same old, same old people, Justin, Derek, Jacob. I'm getting good at remembering to introduce y'all at this point. I feel like we don't even have to mention it. You're I was about to say, one committed. of these days we're going to get to the point where he doesn't have to mention it anymore. Maybe that's part of the checklist, though. Maybe he does it so like he doesn't forget. <laughs> the moment he stops noting that like he remembered to do it, it's over. That's what I'm saying. He's going to get too comfortable with it. And then nobody will know who we are ever again. I'm going to get complacent. You'll you have to keep me exactly. on, you have to keep me on a leash with this power. Yo, no, I, I did. I, look, you could have given me the high mind radio bingo card for this episode. Jake asking to be leashed was not on my card. <laughs> it's really funny how Jacob's dog started barking the moment I mentioned. That's what I'm saying. He sensed you, bro. He's like, oh, yeah, my kind. Yeah, uh, welcome for another episode, another month. We got a whole bunch of shit to talk about. July was a very long month. Uh, we had five Facts. release Fridays, which happens every few months uh, throughout the year, because that's how math works. Um, oh, next but, month is also, I think. No. Really? Uh, August is only four. Is, uh, no, se- September. Is September another five-monther? Five you gotta be kidding me. Well, no, no, no. It's coming out September, and there's five Fridays? No, it ends It ends. Uh, Thursday the 30th. I thought it was the 30th. Thank God. Thank oh, my goodness. We'll suffer in October again. That's fine. Yeah, fuck That's that. <laughs> Before we get That's started, fine. I got a question for you guys. Okay. Oh, Hit me no. with it. Why is Arkansas pronounced Arkansas and not Arkansas? Um, is America stupid? I Wait. knew this at one point. Hold on. I'm going to investigate. Why is... Arkansas pronounced Arkansas. Here we go. All right. <laughs> Are you ready? Are you ready? I got this. Arkansas was named for the French plural of a Native American tribe, while Kansas is the English spelling of a similar one. And because the letter S at the end of French words is usually silent, why is it? Why did it designate Arkansas as Bill Clinton's home state? <laughs> <laughs> Random no, backward today. So the S on the end is a French addition, as opposed mm. to Kansas being an English spelling. So you've got France to blame for the poor English. I see. I see. I'm good, France. I have another quick little story to mention. So uh, before we are recording this episode, I was actually out hanging with a friend. Uh, we went to mm-hmm. this arcade that's like five minutes from my house, which I've never been to. I think it's pretty new because I feel like if it wasn't new, I should have known about this before like three days ago. Right um but we went there and they had guitar hero uh i'm about to commit a crime by saying this but i have never played guitar hero up until today damn wait have you played rock band no oh i had never played either of those because i only ever had like nintendo consoles and that doesn't fully clear me because the Wii had guitar hero the Wii. (laughs) i could have played the ds one i I never played guitar hero i just never played any form of guitar hero-esque game uh, you really I only play it. You really only play for the novelty. Mm. Yeah, it, it was fun though. I I sucked, but it was fun. Uh, we what did, songs did they have? Uh, some song by Black Sabbath we did twice, and then there was one song by Disturbed, and I was like, "Hey, Disturbed is kind of cool." So, uh, wasn't one of Dis- I think it was like Stricken, which isn't. Mm, like, oh, that's a good. I I don't feel like I had ever heard it up until then, and I couldn't really hear because of how loud the arcade was. But it was it was fun. Guitar Hero fun. Rock music fun. 
I'm pretty sure there's a song by Dance Gavin Dance on one of the newer ones. Mm. I could be tripping. Hold on. <laughs> New Guitar Hero I think lineup. We should just call uh, Wait on the Night. We should just call Derek the Googler. Yo, that's what I'm on. That's that's my Batman villain name. <laughs> Google me this, Batman. Uh, before we get too sidetracked, I uh, nearly forgot. If you want to keep up with this show, this podcast, follow on social media at HiveMindRadio underscore on Instagram and Twitter. HiveMindRadio recap on Spotify and other streaming services where you'll find uh, the podcast. And we do this live on YouTube at the start of every month. So if you are uh, new to the four of us in this podcast we do stream it live so you can come hang out with us we will be somewhat active in the chat uh at the moment not a ton of people turn up in the chat because we're still not the biggest podcast but uh we we do it live so on the off chance that any of you do want to tune in and talk to us live you can and with that out of the way all right so hold on before we get into the music i've discovered (laughs) the 2021 rock band lineup so you could play any one number of fantastic songs by a variety of artists. Um, you could play Tree Village by Dance Gavin Dance. You could play Astronaut in the Ocean by Our Last Night. <laughs> you could play any one of like 8 billion A Day to Remember songs. Okay. Or if you're, really f- if you're all really feeling... Uh, Spicy, you can play uh, Take Me Home Country Roads by John Denver, (laughs) which is preceded in the lineup by a Megadeth song, so I'm not really sure. Oh, and on the other side is Machine Gun Kelly. What are they doing? (laughs) Who knows? They gotta branch out to... I don't know what... (laughs) Yeah, to what, their rock bands now gotta appeal to John Denver fans? (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't have that's guitars, the target audience. Check. Doesn't have drums. Check. All right, that's the qualifications met. Derek. Yeah, this is weird. What's up? You forgot the important one. There's a plus the fall one. Where? Oh yeah. What's, what's left, left of me? Yeah. Oh, they've got they've got the original and the R last night cover of Astronaut in the Ocean. Wow. That's, that's um. That's bold. Why? <laughs> Why would an R last night cover end? Actually, I forgot it's on the radio. That band never ceases to amaze me. I don't get it. Anyway. Well, Anyway, before I sidetrack us too far, Jake, take it on. Let's get started with the boatload of new music that we have to talk about uh, in this episode. Um, it's not exactly infinite, but it's uh, close to it. Uh, let's, uh-huh. get, let's get started with uh-huh. <laughs> and their brand new song, Oh, man. Wait, how do you pronounce this band? Suasion. Swashall. Suasion. I actually, I actually uh, read in one of the comments on like the music video. I think like how do you pronounce it? And I'm like ninety percent sure it's just Suasion. Nice. Yeah. So anyway, the song is great. Oh yeah. Suasion like are this close to releasing like. A potential top 10 contender album of the year like hella dark horse like that 2019 album was dark horse like in the same way that i'm feeling about murphy's lawn infinite um i just hope that when the inevitable album or ep drops that 
I'm feeling it as much as I'm feeling these two singles. I still think Murphy's Law is better, but there's a lot of nice stuff in here. Uh, particularly in the second verse where you get some, like, orchestral backing vocals, which I think is sick as fuck. That, that's kind of part of Suasion's, like, identity to me. It, it has a cinematic element to it, and I love it. I'm pretty sure they said they they haven't really discussed doing an album this year. Okay. I think if they're just doing singles and fine. Yeah, I think it might just be a collection of singles. Jacob, but, uh, do you have a Spotify open for chance? Yes. I want you to go to the song, mm-hmm. and then I want you to go to 16 seconds. Now I'm gonna say I'm gonna give you a song, and then I want you to listen in the next five seconds and tell me what you're feeling. Okay. Sampled. Can you feel my heart by Bring Me the Horizon? Now click play. Uh... I hear it. I hear it, and I I wanted to know if I was crazy or not. Uh... No. 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 Uh, no. Nah. I'm didn't, alone. Am, uh, didn't Jake say something similar? Well, I remember him saying something like that when it came out. Jake, did you say something like that? I I don't feel like I did because I haven't even heard Can You Feel My Heart like maybe more than once. I think you said like Parasite Eve or something. That's a different song. That's yeah. a different song. We'll get to that. Oh, I was going to say, sorry. I don't know. Spoilers. That, <laughs> yeah, how would you? <laughs> no, the electronic element there reminded me of it. I don't know. It's like they took it and spliced it, but I, I mean. I, it's, it's, I like. I vaguely. Vague, vaguely. Yeah. Vaguely. All that to say that this is a really good song. I really, really dig this. I'm a big fan of bands that take, like, sort of a, quote, like, normal formula and spice it up with electronic elements. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like they, there's a song that we'll talk about within the next, I guess, what, two songs that did the same. Um, and it's just, it's it's a trend that I feel like maybe it's always been there and I'm just now paying attention to it, but it feels new to me. So it's nice to kind of have that variation in heavy music, you know, that... If you're not going to switch up the song structure a bunch necessarily make something unique in that way that adding any one number of an infinite oh amount of um, electronic elements can really really bring a new life to a song so i think that this is great uh wish 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 like you guys said that there was going to be a uh album incoming but you know we'll take what we can get yeah this band is definitely a sleeper don't don't uh not pay attention to them because they are releasing the good shit you could have just said pay attention to them yeah <laughs> yeah i totally could i Look, feel like i was gonna say something else i don't even know what i was gonna say but like if arkansas has taught us anything it's that words are hard and difficult all right we'll, <laughs> true. we'll give you a break true true colorblind have dropped a brand new song called motionless Sounds like sleeping with sirens. I have a bit of a story with this one. I was actually going to compare this to picturesque in a way. Oh, okay. Um, But this band teased this song on their Instagram page over two years ago. Mm -hmm. And that was like kind of just when I had found the band. I'm like, wait, are they teasing a new song? Like, okay, this is like maybe it was like the teaser was like the opening 20 seconds to this song where you have like a build into the first drop almost. And I was like, okay, this is like probably my favorite thing I've heard from them. Two years later, I hear nothing of it. And they (laughs) tease a song called Motionless. And I'm like, wait, that rings a bell. Like, wasn't that song from my two? It's the same song. 
I finally have it two years later. And by <laughs> God, I am happy to finally have it. This is by far my favorite colorblind song. It's not particularly close. When I heard that teaser two years ago, I knew there was something special going on here. And two years later, it somehow didn't get changed in the process of uh, writing it from the point that they teased it. I'm just happy to finally have it in my rotation. This sounds like old Sleeping with Sirens to me. Like, just the vocal style and, like, the instrumentals. A few more electronic elements than Sleeping with Sirens used to have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely some nice electronic elements into this. I also, there was a... uh, a surprising like kind of breakdown it's not really a breakdown but yeah like, it was a, it was a breakdown ish <laughs> yeah um which given the past material from this band i didn't really expect to get something like that from them it's like I, th- I think of songs like at the wheel or shameless which were a lot more like calmer which is kind of where my uh connection to picturesque in them comes from is like in their past this song definitely i think strays from it in a way uh, but I, I definitely think, like, if you like picturesque or sleeping with sirens and those types of vocals, you'll definitely dig colorblind in this song. Yeah, I was, I was very pleasantly surprised. This, you said the words again. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, it, I wouldn't have to yeah. say it if it wouldn't keep being true. Yeah, true. Because, like, <laughs> a lot of these songs that I heard this month, there were only a couple, like, of the singles that I like really, really liked. But there was only one song out of every single one we're going to talk about today that I just overtly did not like. I feel like everything else is like a solid 7 on 10 or higher for me. So I, I'm very, very happy with this. Considering I wasn't as into any of the past stuff that I believe you had shown me. So, mm-hmm. well, well, that's, that's the guessing game is which song out of this list do I just yeah, really, really true. hate. I'm, well, no, I'm not going to say what I was going to say. I'll hold <laughs> yeah because you, you might say you might say i think it's this song and be like it's my favorite song of the month how dare you no there's a different reason there's a different reason but i'll explain that later um let's let's get on to the next one my diligent future have dropped a brand new song called electric waves I feel like this band like has been like kind of pretty steadily been releasing music for a fair bit now they dropped a handful of singles last year they dropped that ep in october last year and then not even a year later they're already dropping more stuff they actually brought back their old vocalist so they had their heavy vocalist on their debut album back in 2019 they got a new vocalist last year and then that vocalist from the 2019 album is now back as far as i'm aware I'm, I might be, I might have been like misreading things along the way or something like that, but this song definitely leans back into that heavier sound that they used to have, and I dig it. This song is what I wish um, One Morning Left sounded like. Yep. I was going to say the exact same thing. <laughs> that was my first thought when I heard it. I can see They it. took the electronic it. elements yep. and just really, really embraced them. This was, this was a song that I mentioned in, when we were discussing Infinite that like, incorporate those electronic elements mm-hmm. that i really like it's like something that i really appreciate and i think enhanced this song for me was that it's called electric waves and the electronic elements i don't quite know how to explain it but they like sound electric in a way mm-hmm. and i don't know if it's because they reminded me a lot of this old edm song i used to listen to called electricity and it has some of the same like sounds to it 
And so now I associate with like, okay, if I hear this sort of electronic incorporation, I automatically think electricity. So I really appreciated that tie-in. I don't know how intentional it was, if it's just my own personal bias, but no, this is, this is a jam is what this is. I yeah, really, I, really like this. I, I think I would say this is better than every song on that EP last year. Cause I don't, I, like, I enjoyed that EP last year, but it didn't really stick with me very much. This one was yep. something that came, came to me. I came, I went back to it a few it times. It came to you in a dream. <laughs> <laughs> I went back to it a handful of times throughout the month, which uh, I, I, I wasn't exactly expecting after that EP last year, uh, kind of leaving me a little bit underwhelmed, but yeah, uh, I think the last point I want to make here is that you kind of get a pretty brutal breakdown in this song. It's a, it's pretty heavy. Like they bring back, Surprisingly their old so. they bring back their old vocals. I don't feel like even when they had the old vocalist in the past, I don't remember them mm-hmm. ever getting this heavy. No. So, which is always a welcome surprise. I, I like I like have like how you mentioned how it was nice to get that kind of surprise breakdown ish from Colorblind. Same sort of thing here. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very happy to get a surprise breakdown. Always. <laughs> I will lay down my life for the world's best surprise breakdown before <laughs> I die. It's like I'm on death row and they're like, what do you want as your last meal? I'm like, man, give me a really fucking sick breakdown. They're just looking at me like, what? That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, not a hamburger. What the fuck? <laughs> that's not chicken tenders. <laughs> moving on whether I are finally back after what five six years I think and I think they've so. got yeah oh no it's been seven years seven oh, whole God. years and they've, they're back with their new single moving on So this, band, is my, uh, this was my first exposure to the band. Uh, I I feel like I had definitely heard of the name prior. Because I feel like you guys have talked about them. Because clearly you two, uh, Derek and Justin, you guys have been into this band. Um, well, the, Johnny Craig did a feature. Yeah, ah, Gemini. Okay. Gemini, the uh, blessing of every post-hardcore junkies uh, Discover Weekly. Oh, yeah, no. In, in any of your daily mixes, you've probably seen this at least once. Oh, yeah. Got it, yeah. It's, it's always in there. Um, that, that's probably where I've heard it from then as well, but I don't feel like I had ever given them a listen. Knowing that this is their comeback song after being gone for seven years, this song feels like the song that they would release as their goodbye and not their comeback. Because the, the mm-hmm. lyrics is like, now I'm moving on, and it talks about, like, how they were growing up and, like, things are changing and stuff like that, and it's like... Yeah. Th- this feels like what you drop is, like, your goodbye, not your comeback, but it kind of works anyway. And, like, even out of that context, this song is still good just on its own merit. I think they talked about that. I'll have to double check in the post they did for announcing it, but I'm pretty sure they they wrote this in the the headspace of it being their last before they decided to actually like come back and be a duo again. Oh, so what this could be like a well, I don't know if you knew this, but a discourse is dead off of that latest Architects album was written in like 2018. So you think That's it's like the case thinking. of. Yeah, that they they wrote this song seven years ago, and they're bringing it back now instead of ending it to start the new chapter. And maybe maybe it's saying that there's going to be a sound change. That's not, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this for at least from what I remember, because I did go through and listen to that 2014 album at one point. This is maybe a little bit 
softer, I guess. There's more clean vocals than I remember. When their clean vocalist, I don't remember his name, but he sounds, I think, better than ever, personally. He's oh, a he lot does, he does sound clearer. Very true. He's a lot clearer than on the old material, and I think it might just be a mixing thing, but no, I... Mixing, and I think it helps more that that, that platform to have uh, basically one of the Johnny Craig songs pop up in so many different places. You You kind of hear his voice but yeah you recognize more johnny craig and now that he's kind of more prominent it, it gives him more uh originality and well, I, I feel like i feel like that's why i like this song plus the uh the latter half yeah where um like the like the bridge i guess i think yeah for, effectively <laughs> yeah you know what i'm talking about mm. i think it's interesting that you Mention that with Johnny Craig feature, because, I mean, I haven't listened to the Gemini in a while, but what I remember from that, I could not tell you a thing about that Johnny Craig feature, but I remember his vocal style very distinctly. So it's interesting that we've kind of like, I would imagine that you've probably listened to Gemini more recently than me, though. It, it popped up in my playlist on the word <laughs> Okay, yeah, see, that'll do it. That'll... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've heard this since, like, 2019. Well, I, I, was, I was getting stuff ready for the podcast. So I was like, oh, mm. well, huh. May as well. I'll, I'm, I'm here. Yeah. So, anyway. uh, yeah, I- I'm very excited to see what these guys do in the future. If it sounds near to this or even close, I'm, I'm all for it. I was Absolutely. a little thrown off with the unclean vocals the first time I heard it, but uh, mm-hmm. the more I came back to it, the more I grew to appreciate them. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on it. I'm for it. Afterlife are back with their last single, I believe, before the album releases, I think the week after the recording this. Uh, it's entitled Envy. Is this their heaviest song to date? Or at least for this album no, cycle? No, I don't know. No, because oh, Breaking Point had cycle. some bangers. Maybe maybe for the album cycle. But uh, I don't think it's their heaviest song. I, I said that, and then I was like, damn, half of Breaking Point's in my gym playlist. Why did I just... <laughs> <laughs> like, if those songs are in the same playlist as Kublai Khan, there's no way this is their heaviest song. Yeah, I, this is a I banger. haven't heard uh, that last album yet. I've only heard the singles for this album so far. Uh, this is not as good as part of me, but it has its own unique flair that I really enjoy. I have not listened to this song nearly as much as part of me, what the hell? I just confused words. I can't speak. You got it. You got it. Keep it together. <laughs> I have not listened to this song nearly as much as I have part of me. Uh, but I still feel like I remember like the lines to this song just as well. And I feel like that goes to show like how good they did it writing this song. Like th- that chorus of uh, envy will tear you apart, eat you alive is stuck in my head just as much as it's just a part of me. Um, mm-hmm. Which I th- it's, just excellent songwriting and like a way to hook in the audience to like make it memorable, make it stand out. I, I'm very excited for this album. Yeah, this is like a sleeper, a sleeper top ten hit. I, I wouldn't have expected that. I know Afterlife made my uh top thirty two of twenty nineteen. Um but Do you have the doc pulled up right now or something for that one? Uh so twenty nineteen was actually organized solely in a notepad on my phone. So uh. <laughs> a little less organized but no i i wasn't expecting to be this excited for an afterlife album i mean i'm always happy to check it out 
because I do like some of their songs, but these these singles got me hype. Mm-hmm. It it is next week, right? Yeah, next Friday. It's uh, drops same day as caskets. I know that much. Okay. So. Yeah. I really want to like this band more than I do. Mm. Uh, like I've seen them live twice. And... <laughs> you put on a good live show. Uh... <laughs> oh no! <laughs> well. It, well, I guess it, I guess it's different because I didn't really know their songs both times yeah. I saw them, so it's not it doesn't really hit the same way. Like I loved, oh god, part of me that was the song mm-hmm. that was that was great. Um, like I said, I overplayed it last last month. I think it was. Yes. <laughs> has, has it grown but, uh, back on you? Or are you still uh, tired? I, of it? Um, like if it comes on, I'll I'll. Jamming oh no it did so the answer is no <laughs> it, did, no. it did not grow back <laughs> no well, it's, it's just more like it's it's not in my my recently played playlist if that makes sense like it's not something i go to yeah, go back yeah. to often um this song is okay i think i think what turns me off and is this this band is i think it's the rap elements i know there's not that many in this song but I think that's what it is for me that's okay. kind of what hooked me onto part of me so that's what i'm saying i don't know i think i'm kind of in the middle of you two where it's like i i want more from this song but i don't know what more i want and like i already like what i'm hearing you know i don't know i i i think that if i don't my plan anyway my current plan we'll see if i break before the <laughs> the album comes out is to I give I've given all these singles from them like a listen or two, and if it doesn't click with me, I'm just waiting for the album, because I have a feeling that once it's in the context of the album and I hear it, I'm hoping that because it's on that sort of fence, I guess would be that it'll click. I'm really hoping because I guess like you, Jacob, I want to like this band more than I do. I already like them, but I want to love them. So we'll see when the album comes out. Stay tuned for that review next month. But. True. Very true. Let's move on then. Uh, Leave have dropped a brand new song called Abyss. Justin, I know this is a band that you're quite into, so go ahead yeah. and uh, lead us off here. Um, I mean, not quite into. Uh, I haven't gone back and listened to the recent stuff. I did like Aurelia when that came out. Um, but this, I think, is probably my favorite of their most recent releases within the last like year, year and a half. Um, love the build-up to the chorus, and the chorus itself is just really good. Um, I feel like it's a really good contrast between that kind of slow, um, melodic style and that more anthemic sound. Um, there's a song that literally <laughs> music video dropped today that we're probably going to talk about next month that will have similar wording. Um, but man, I I really enjoyed this, surprisingly. I really enjoyed this. I also think this song is quite forgettable. It's just it 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 just exists for me. Like I've tried going back to it to try and make it stand out in some way, but uh Derek, the way you said caskets is almost too much quintessential post hardcore <laughs> is kind of yeah. how I feel about this song and this band in general. 
I mean, I'm just going to... It's good. Yeah, I, I have no problems. It's just uh, not sticking out in any way to me, unfortunately. I mean, that's fine. I'd, I'll like it for what it is and not for what it's not trying to be. And it's its own thing. So that's why I enjoy as, it. As the resident self-proclaimed post-hardcore junkie, right? Uh, I think you listen more post-hardcore than I do. Mm, I not don't think days. so. Not 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 a not a not, not, a, not a, the, a I've been too busy jamming the new Billie Eilish album, bro. I don't know. Um no, I, I'm gonna echo Jake's sentiment. I listened to this song for the first time this morning in my car and I was like, damn, I really like what I'm hearing. But fifteen minutes removed from the song, I could not tell you a thing about it. And so I went back to it and I listened to it again and I'm in the same boat as Jake. I if this popped up, like, maybe on the... I always use this example, and I know it wouldn't end up on the radio, but, like, if I had a radio station on, and this came on, zero times out of ten am I changing the channel, but I just don't really feel any urge to go back to it. It's there. And it's it's really good, but it's just there. I want something more to hook me. You know? But, on that note, is it... Do you know if this is attached to anything, like, in the future? Have they announced anything? They haven't said anything. At, at this moment, I think this is the only thing that's released this year. I don't quite Aurelia. remember if anything else released. Yeah, I think this, this is their first song since Aurelia from last year. Yeah, Aurelia was last year. So, um, who knows? It might be. If if it is anything, I don't expect us to see it to the latter half of this year. But who knows? The, the, there's still a lot of stuff that was able to come out later this year that we haven't heard anything from. I think that takes us to our next song off of something that is announced. Don Broco have a brand new song called Gum Shield. Do I have to body slam everybody in the room to prove my point? Because I will slam everybody in the room to prove my point. Watch out, kablam, everybody in the room. You listen up. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Everybody in the room, you better got the point. Best lyrics of 2021. I, I love this song. It's. I, I feel like Don Broco just don't give a fuck anymore. Just kind of no. do whatever. And it works did. so well. I, I don't know. I, I really liked a lot of stuff from technology. I feel like technology had a bit more cohesion to it. Um, but these, these first two singles, just off the fucking wall. Don Broco is speaking a different language, and I want to learn it. That's another way. This this is my favorite Broco song, just overall, and probably, I'm looking at the rest of the playlist, yeah, top three single of the month for me. Actually, top three song of the month. I'm putting that one out there. I have played this song an unhealthy amount of times, and it's that damn chorus. I can't get out of my head. This is the best Broco chorus I've probably ever heard, except maybe Technology. Yeah, I'll be honest. The song, and, not the album. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest and say that uh, both of these singles really aren't grasping me too much. Oh, no. Uh, and I, it's unfortunate. I, I like how they sound, but I, I've just listened to Technology too much, too much. to really... Yeah, I... I I, I when I go back to listen to these singles, I just keep wanting to go back and listen to technology again. So I'm just I I want to like it, but it's it's not what I got into them for. More of mm-hmm. the the hard rock style, yeah. 
they they are leaning more hard from the hard rock at this point. Um, but who knows? Maybe the album will change. So my my opinion is actually different. I am not really a fan of this song, but I love Manchester Superettes. So High Mind in Shambles. That's and, I, I'm saying. and I just I, don't no. really vibe with Don Broco, so it really is just in shambles. We're falling apart, bro. <laughs> I, I mean, that, that's perfectly fine, because if so many albums releasing the same time this album releases, oh I'm pretty sure we're all fucked anyway. Yeah. What is it? I, it's The 17th, same day as Spirit Box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spirit well, Box, that... uh, Don Broco. Uh... I think Thrice is putting out an album that day. Is it, There's is one it, other one. Plot, plot. Yeah, plot. And, oh, and, the, and the written by Wolves Co-Lab EP. Why I mean, are we getting I mean, four top ten contenders on the same day, bro? I can't handle it. <laughs> I can't. Okay. I actually, that's, that's another thing about this song. I think it got overshadowed by some other releases that happened on the same same time. Same, same not necessarily same day, but same same time. What, like in general or for about. you personally? For me personally, there are a lot okay. of releases in this short amount of time. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm looking at them. But, okay, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there were just better songs that we're about to talk about. So. Damn. Like the well, song from this... yours truly? No. <laughs> okay, well, I tried. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yours truly dropped a brand new song, uh, Walk Over My Grave. their first new material since they dropped an album last year which i didn't listen to it last year i listened to it three weeks ago and uh it probably it would have been in contention for my top 10 albums of last year had i heard it last year i think the damn good album my number 40 album of 2020 (laughs) it it wouldn't have been in the top 10 i can say that much but it would have probably fell in that like 11 to 15 range i have a feeling somewhere in there so it was close there's a lot Derek, of good what stuff is number 69? What is number 69? Jake, keep talking. I'm going to go find it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> point being, that album was really good. I think this song is better than everything off of that album. This song goes hard as fuck. Uh, I, I love the way it builds. I love her kind of frantic vocals in the verses. But really, it's the chorus that sells me on this one. The way that she just like staggers her vocals word by word by word. And then says like a line and then the staggered vocals again. I love the delivery of it. It is so good. I it feels very unique to me and it keeps me coming back and I I love it. Australia don't miss once again. Damn, I was just about to say this is my least favorite yours truly song. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I mind falling apart. I don't even like not like it. I don't know. I, I, so I expect a very specific sort of vibe from this band, and I feel like the reason why I'm not super into it is because it's disrupting that vibe. Like, it's challenging I their status quo. I have that quo. vibe set, so I probably okay. have that advantage. Yeah, I've been listening yet. to this band for like three, four years now, so that will probably do it. I don't know. I don't even not like it. It's just too different from what I'm used to. I think I need some time with it. Because it's a good song, I just, I'm, I need to be in a different headspace. It's kind of like how we talked about with that first Attack Attack single, that it was good, but like if it had been released under maybe like a different name, 
right? People mm-hmm. might be receiving it differently. I think it's the same sort of thing just on like an individual level with me. Like if this was from a different band, then I might feel differently about it. But because it's got that yours truly name attached to it and it's not exactly what I'm used to, I feel like my, my status quo has been interrupted and I don't know how to deal with it. <laughs> You're also, still processing. Yes, yes, I need time. Uh, Jacob, my number 69 album of last year was Silverstein. <laughs> Yo, the, the hometown Toronto boys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're, from, they're from Canada? Yeah, they're from Toronto. I thought they were from Kentucky. I don't know why. <laughs> That's like almost as bad as me thinking Arrow were Australian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that one's like they're on unforgivable. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh man! Anyway, all that's all that's all that slander for me to say. Go check out this "Yours Truly" song because if it isn't for me, it's probably for you. It's for yours truly. For exactly. Memorist have dropped their first song in over a year called "The Empiric." Now, I don't exactly know where that name comes from, because it no is clue. clearly not a lyric in the song. But it does not matter, for this is my favorite Memorist song, and I don't know if it's particularly close. Uh, Once again, hmm. I fucking love this song. This is off of a EP. They haven't announced the time, I don't think, but I'm pretty sure this is off an EP. Wait, an EP? EP this year. Oh man, where's the album, bro? All these artists putting it. There's another one we'll talk about later, but they're putting bro, out EPs. You're, you're complaining about EPs when we have nine albums in two weeks in September. I'm complaining about, bro. Make it ten. I don't care. Do you want it on the same day, September seventeenth? Fuck it. That post no. is literally like three hundred songs. Actually, uh, yeah. We're fucked. We're fucked. Yeah, we're it's over. Bro. Anyway, it's over. Uh, so, uh, Jacob, when you mentioned, uh, the Parasite Eve comparison, this is the song that I was, that I made that Parasite Eve comparison to. The second verse in this song feels very much like a Parasite Eve verse, um, with the kind of distorted, uh, muted vocals. And then it builds into quite possibly a top five breakdown of the year for me. Okay. Uh, which I never would have expected to come from this band, but there is something about the way that this breakdown builds up and continues with the electronic elements. Like, there's a reason why my favorite breakdown of this year still goes to Closer to the Edge by Anna Lynn, just because of the insane fucking build that it has before it all drops. And that's the same situation here, where the build for this breakdown is almost as good as the breakdown itself and it's just it's ear candy to me i fucking love it um i think uh what really also seals the deal is um the blood on your hand line that they drop right before the breakdown and then they like hella distort those vocals they repeat that same line but hella distort the vocals and it kind of like distorts into nothingness which is so cool uh, they added a new guy to the band for electronics, and he is clearly making his impact known from for this sure. song. This is my second favorite Memorist song. I still like Lost more, their debut single, which I found, I think about the time it came out. 
and I wasn't really vibing with uh, its love and frustration. Hold on, let me find. It. Yes, I liked frustration. Uh, this, I'm not sold entirely. I really like it. I think it might be a bit too atmospheric. That's if fair. that makes it is any sense. Definitely a very atmospheric song. Yeah, I don't know. I just I wanted at certain points it was more atmosphere than anything else. And at those points in the song, I wanted like something a bit more maybe instrumentally driven, uh, like heavy hitting instrumentals, I guess would be a better way to put it. Um, I think that this is one of the songs this month that given a couple months will probably end up in decently constant rotation for me. I just need a lot more time with it to try and get used to that atmosphere, I guess. I think the more that I adjust to it, the more I like it, but I'll have to say that Memorist are still as good as ever and putting out great material yeah. after about a year break. So, yeah. Speaking of artists that are back at, well, never mind. Vaguely <laughs> back after a couple months, <laughs> we've got a new single from Palmist called If This Is Love. I really forgot that Palma song dropped earlier this year. I was about to say they're yeah. like back after a year. I had the perfect transition. Then I looked at their <laughs> Spotify page to make sure I wasn't an idiot. Lo and behold. <laughs> yeah, it dropped in April. Yeah. Uh, I, I still, I still really again. like Spark, uh, their song from April. This song, though, is a step up from that, I think. Uh, yeah, I, was, I was a little disappointed from the EP they dropped last year. It hasn't really stuck with me at all. These past two singles have embraced the funk element to their sound, and I feel like they are all the better for it. Uh, you get some, uh, you get some very nice bass, uh, but really, the dude, the dude has like one of the most unique vocals of any band that I listen to. He has such a unique and distinct voice that you can't really mistake for anyone else. Uh, super British. They are British. I was about to say, he is um, really British in this yeah. song. Um, but I, it works for them. They, they have turned his voice into a very strong aspect of the band. Uh, they, they make full use of it. And I think it, everything just comes together great for this song. This, I mean, it's like not necessarily instrumentally a vibe, but I feel like as a whole, this is like a summer vibe type of song. Yeah. 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 Similarly to that one, um, oh god, yeah, it's like that one, uh, half hearted song from last year. Um, oh god, I'm losing it. It's it's got like a bridge on the cover of it, you know what I'm talking about? Be My Religion, I think it was. Oh, yeah, 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 something where it was like it was very, it had like summer vibes. For a moment this, there, this I kind of forgot sort of that Half Hearted dropped like four other songs instead of that debut album last year. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, Palmist is a band that I've been aware of and listened to in passing for probably about two years now. And, you know, I'm always glad to get new material. It didn't, this didn't necessarily click with me as much as I'd like it to, but I don't regret hearing it. I I have a feeling that I'll be revisiting it just to play it like Jacob mentioned with the windows down just because I can, you know? Yeah. Which I, is a position I'm always happy to be in with any given song. I think the chorus is really what sells me on that summer vibe mm -hmm. type feel. It, yeah, it just, yeah, yeah. It it just has the summer vibe. There is no other way to explain it. And if there is another way to explain it, I lack the words for it. So that's all I gotta say. 
We do got another band coming back, though. Uh, you you could have saved that transition Census. for one more song. I put out a new single called Ruin My Life. This band are, is, are, like, hella underrated, and I don't know why. Are you Hold going on. ghost like Danny Phantom? No, I don't like that line. <laughs> I don't like it either. That's the what only, is this like? That's the only gripe like with the song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. That, 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 that line actually ruins the song for me. I, I, the first time I heard it, like, just that line, not the song, I was like, oh... You know, that's kind of a, a cool reference. Like, it's it's going to be a, a, a happy kind of pop-punk type song. And then, and then I heard it again. Is. And then yeah. again. And I was like, hmm, maybe not. <laughs> maybe Go Go like Danny Phantom is not for me. They also drop Quarantine in, like, the first verse of the first... Uh, yeah, the first line of the first verse. Yeah. And that word just doesn't hit the same anymore. <laughs> no, it's been done to death is the problem. And, like, I understand that this was probably written, like... A year ago so at that point but artists have released music since where it's like we've gotten songs that are literally called socially distant or whatever and i'm just like you know at this point i'm kind of sick of hearing about it jared alonji song oh you know, yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> that was a banger um i don't know i i don't not like the song i just feel like it's a little too quirky for its own good yeah kinda being I grew up with with the show, so I kind of have a soft spot for it, like for the design, like for the album art design and everything. Mm-hmm. But there's a point where you get repetitive and it's not it's not great. I'll um, what one of the controversial songs last year, or was it? Yeah, last year. Um, got a fire, fit for a king. Yeah, yeah. That that one a lot of people pin for being repetitive. And I, I feel like you can kind of put the the same, spin the oh, same story on this. That um, sounds I, good. <laughs> it is good. It is good. But yeah. that was that was a controversy that was that was talked about with that song. And I, I'm interested to see what the single next month is on because we're going to be talking about it next month. It's on the twentieth yeah. of August. I feel like when any song has any bit that's repetitive, you either get people who like it or they don't. So, like, for instance, for God of Fire, the repetitive bit was the riff. I think that riff slapped. I still haven't got enough of that song. Uh-huh. As opposed to this, where I'm not feeling what's being repeated as much, so it, like, I view the song a bit more negatively than, like, objectively the song is, if that makes sense. But, I do. I want don't know. To, I did say, like, when we first started talking about this, after we went on that little tangent about the lyricism, that this band is hella underrated. I'm still going to stand by that. This band is hella underrated and deserves more attention. The dude has a phenomenal voice and the instrumentation is fine. I think it's really just that one small detail is kind of pushing mm-hmm. us It's throwing away. us off. It's yeah. throwing us off. It's ruining my life. <laughs> and, you know, I wouldn't go with that. <laughs> but, yeah. I had I, to put it in there. Yeah. Not really. It, 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 was, it, was, it was too perfect. Yeah. Well, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't perfect, but we'll, we'll go no. with it. Well, I, w- I would even say that, you know, making that reference is a little bit dangerous for you. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Jake, do it. The City is Ours are back with a new banger called Dangerous. Get out of my way! I, 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 
So last month this... we talked about Death of Me, saying that the mm-hmm. band was on a bit of a downward trajectory on the singles. They're upward. They have reversed it. They are they are back on the up and up. This is my second favorite single. Uh, honestly, potentially even maybe my favorite over Violent. It's close. Uh, I I don't know if a music video has ever made a song this much better before. I don't know if you guys have seen the music video for this song or not. But it is an MMA wrestling comedy thing, and it is oh, hilarious, and it is hilarious, and it makes this song, like, I watched that music video, and my appreciation for the song went up, like, immediately. And I, I just love this song, man. Uh, you start straight off into that riff, and then uh, the chorus of I Am Feeling Dangerous, it's a little repetitive, yeah, but I think, uh, unlike Census... I think it totally works here. I don't think it ever gets too repetitive. I mean, how repetitive can the word dangerous get? But um, you, you get some sick riffs. You got a sick breakdown. Uh, the contrast of the, the two vocalists is as good as ever. I, I'm totally feeling this. I love, I think the star for me in this song is the bass. And it's not it like there's the like bass. some nuts like bass solo or like really pronounced like fancy bass riff. It's just. I guess a little bit more pronounced than in other songs I've heard. And it's, it adds the overall like chunkiness, I guess, to the song. Like the song's chunky. I like it. It's fat, but with like a pH, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I dig it. I'm actually not a fan of the harsh vocals with, I guess I would say lack of guitar. Mm. Um, it just sounds so odd to me. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, uh, in the, in the song, where is Vaguely. it? I guess it's, it's the guitar is definitely toned down. Yeah. Yeah. I in, mean, in general, I, think it's, like, I guess it's in the verses. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Heavy vocals without supporting instrumentals can just, I mean, at the end of the day, it's kind of just yelling. Right. So like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, as there, there's certain instances in which it works, but I see what you're saying. I didn't really have as much of an issue with it, but I definitely understand where you're coming from. I don't know. This, this to me, is the best single that they've put out so far. I, I enjoyed this a lot. I'm suddenly like... Because this is off an album, right? Upcoming yeah, album? Uh, October, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, like, my... So we're getting close. We're getting close. Yeah, my expectations are on a roller coaster, but... Mm-hmm. So, right now, we're moving up. We'll see. We'll probably get one more this single before then. could be a Dark Horse Top 10 contender for me. Uh, it, like, the rest of the album really needs to stick to the same level of dangerous and violent for me. Um, but if it does, I think there's definitely potential for me there. I'm I'm really digging this, and it could be, like, come the end of the year, one of my favorite metalcore albums of the year. Boys, Speaking We are now core? entering. We are now entering the stretch of good songs. <laughs> true. Yep. Very true. Be- best songs of the month uh, alert. I'm going to decline on that. Continue. Yeah, oh, you're wrong. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Look, Phineas are back after, I believe, four years with two new singles off the album out at the end of August. Uh, the first single is entitled In the Night, and the second is entitled Eternally Apart.
Jacob, which is your favorite? I know the the answer, but let the people know. Okay. In the night. In the night. Mine was, but has since shifted to eternally apart. Interesting. Interesting. I would also label both of these two of my favorite metalcore songs of all time. Period. Okay. That's a little far for me, but... Okay, I'm, I'm in there. I have not put either of these songs down since they came out. And, I mean, y'all know me. I'm a sucker for a guitar solo. I've made that public since day one. I think it's because I was raised on 80s hair metal, so there's just solos all <laughs> over the place. Good guitar work, I am a sucker for. The tone on this guitar, it's, like, otherworldly. Y'all know that video from... This is, like, a decently obscure reference, but y'all know the show Arthur on, like, PBS? I, I, the aardvark? I got, yes. No. You know the clip where, like, I, don't, I can't remember what animal he is, but Binky, and he puts on the headphones, and he's like, what is this? And he puts on the headphones and, like, transports to another astral plane? No. You have any idea what I'm talking? No. Okay, well, that's I, me. I, I I the, the, I'm going to <laughs> this. This guitar tone and guitar work is sending me to a different astral plane. That's that's where I'm at with this right now. Is he a bulldog? I have absolutely no idea. It took it took me till like last year to figure out Arthur was an aardvark. So I've got no what type of animal is Binky? <laughs> it, it, it's a shame that Arthur's dying this year. He's a bulldog boy. That's wild. I would never have guessed that. Anyway, man, this went. Phineas have turned themselves from a band that like I casually listen to every once in a while because like I dig the guitar work, I dig the vocals. Seven was probably my favorite song of theirs prior to this. To a band that's like going to put out probably one of my favorite albums of the year at this rate, and like is becoming one of my favorite metalcore albums or metalcore bands rather. This these two singles are so 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 good. I'm in love. On the contrary, uh, I am waiting for the album to be fully convinced on either of these. I see the potential. The instrumentation is sick. I'm not sold on the vocals yet. Jake, did you know? Oh, I forget which member, but a member of Fit for a King is in this band. Oh, I did not know that. It's the guitarist, I think. I think they have two guitarists. I'm pretty sure, and one of them is from Fit for a King. Okay. I'm not positive. Let me investigate. But yeah, I think really with both of these songs, I I really enjoyed the atmospheric opening to both of these songs. Like, Eternally Apart is the one that has like the minute and a half long opening, right? Which is my problem with that song. Yeah, I, I really like that personally. I <laughs> That's really what I'm it. saying. Um, I'm just not sold on the rest of it. Um, but I feel I feel like once I hear these two songs in the context of the album at the end of August, I think I might be sold on this band. I need more time though. I think if Eternally Apart is the opener track, which it seems like it is with that intro, I might accept it. But I, I don't know. It. I it could it could be or it's, it could be it could have be like near the end too. I don't know. Actually. Well, I thought in the night was going to be the opener based like when I heard it, and it turns out it's the closer. So really, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I don't like that. I don't either. We'll see. We'll see when we get there. Um, in the, the night, so I was. Soldier. It was. It's uh, Daniel Gailey from Fit for a King playing guitars from 2014 to now. And the Wikipedia page reminded me, I thought this might, sometimes this works for me when I'm like kind of not as much like feeling a band and I find out something about them that makes me appreciate them. The uncleans and the cleans are the same guy, Jake. So, ah, okay. 
you know, if that's if you got if you listen to it and you gain a new uh, appreciation, I'll have to listen to it again because that's I, that's I don't really literally how I like. I don't really remember either of these songs that much, uh, outside of the openings for either of them. But I will definitely have to give them a re re listen with that in mind. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that helps sometimes because that's how I got into Dayseeker. When <laughs> this one that I found out Rory did both vocals because it was more impressive to me, and then I delved more into their discography. I'm like, damn, this band's great. But no, God bless Phineas. So excited. They've got one more single coming out on August 13th. And then album is at the end of the month. Very fast so, cycle for this. Yes. And you know what? Yeah. I'm fine with it. Dude, yeah. I love it. I love it. You give me three singles on an album in the span of two months and they're this good. Please. More. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Spirit Box. I gotta, I've been waiting I gotta, for this album for far too long. I gotta praise the chorus and in the night. Oh, yeah. Uh, I actually gotta praise the whole song, dude. <laughs> For sure, it's um, so good. Yeah, but the the cleans in the chorus, um, I don't think he's ever sounded that good with the cleans, like in their previous work. I don't think this is my favorite Phineas song. I still think White Livered is my favorite Phineas song, but I am definitely excited for this album. With that being said. No, I gotta, oh. do, I gotta do this do it, one. Do it. I have to do it. Do it. But I always ask you the question, so I'm gonna ask Justin this time. Oh, Justin. Man. Oh no. Do you like Ice Nine Kills? Uh, depends on the song. If it, um, I really love um, fuck, I can't think of the name. Justin, you're taking um, too long. Justin, <laughs> <laughs> yell at you. <laughs> Anyway, Ice Nine Kills are back. I'm, st I'm stealing the transition now. They've got their first, the, the lead single off this new album cycle titled yep. Hip to Be Scared featuring Jacoby Shaddix of Papa Roach. That might be the most cursed transition we've ever done. It was so fucked. Jacob made a really reference and Justin took it as like an actual question. Was like, I mean, I, I shouldn't have done it. I should have. I will. No, yeah, I want yeah, to I, analyze I, I their entirely. discography. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, I think this might be my favorite Ice Nine Kill song. This I, is not my favorite, not, but this well, is just not so good. Dark, so. Well, I don't like any Ice Nine Kills songs, so we're making progress, okay? Set, we're, it's it's okay, low. I don't like the scene. No, 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 you misunderstand. It's not that I don't like this. In fact, I had to save for a good while, actually. I <laughs> I was listening to the playlist again, um, like I mentioned earlier this morning, and I listened to the song, and I'm like, you know, I'm not as sold as I was when it came out, but I still think it's my favorite of theirs. And I think the reason is that this song is just absolutely absurd. Like it, yes. it goes all in with the references, and I think I don't like Ice Nine Kills's gimmick, but they've got to the point where they've like doubled down on the gimmick, and now it's like ironic in a non-ironic way. It's like it's like you know how with like meme culture, somebody posts an ironic meme and it's like not funny, but then you make fun of that one, and then suddenly it's just obscure and hilarious for some reason. That's how I feel about this. It's it's gimmick. It's too gimmicky. But then it's crossed the line into too gimmicky in a way that I can appreciate it now. Because it feels like they're self-aware. You know? Does that make sense? It's like a, it, horror movies are cheesy, okay? We all know this. 
True. So ice nine kills can be cheesy too. This is a whole new level of cheese, though. But no. they've embraced it, and that's why I like it. No, no, no. The, you don't... Okay, the... I actually watched the movie. Uh, it's based off of uh, American Psycho, for those who don't yeah. know. Who don't know. Um, I watched the movie after I heard this song. And literally every single line in this song is a so reference. well thought out. Yeah. It is so perfect. Uh, one of the most memorable lines to me is... Um... All my beauty routines in a fridge full of spleens. Yeah, that one's good. It's funny that you mentioned that, Jacob, because the the I came to like this song when I first heard it after the second listen, and the second listen was after I'd gone and looked up the synopsis of this song or like of the movie on Wikipedia so that I could better understand the references. And once I did, I had the same thought as you. I'm like, damn, this is so well written. Like this is this is well written without really any flaws in terms of references. Like, I feel like yeah. there were some on that last album, the silver scream where the songs felt like, I mean, I could tell what movie they were for, but it felt like in some areas they were like very directly related to it, and others was just kind of like, eh, this feels like everything here relates back to the movie. Mm -hmm. Again, it's, it's, they've really embraced the concept here. I feel like more so than on the silver scream. And that's why I enjoy it more, but I'm, tentatively excited for an ice nine kills album which i cannot say or have not said at all in the past so we're getting there maybe there, maybe this is the year there is no other band that can create that can create a song with a mosh call that is hey paul true true no no other band and derek what do you think about the the oh what do i call it the the what's his name the little um before the breakdown. What do I even call it? The little funky monologue. Part. Oh, the funky part. The reference to the song by yeah. Huey Lewis. I yeah, like he, it. That's that's his name, Huey Lewis in the news. It's a gem. It's a gem. The look. Some people on Twitter were complaining that it's too jarring. I think it's fine. Oh, it's so good, if, yeah. especially after watching the movie. You like Ice Nine Kills? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, actually, I wanted to ask, what do you guys think about Jacoby Shaddix's one-line feature? True! Uh, he was the <laughs> one talking back and forth with Spencer in... Yeah, the he Huey is, Lewis true. Part. That's true. He also says... I think he sings, part, like, the first line of the last chorus. Yep. That's it. <laughs> it, it, it feels kind of... This is my one gripe with the song. The feature feels almost pointless. They don't get full yeah. use of the feature. Yeah. Wait, Jacoby's the one who screams, hey, Paul. He is? Yeah. I did huh. not know that. Interesting. Huh. You learn something new every day. Because in my head, really that should be, it sounds like Spencer. It does, it does yeah. sound like Spencer. That's what I'm saying. It's weird. weird. I thought it was, but I just looked on uh, Genius at the lyrics and everything, and it's got his thing in italics. Anyways, mm. this is my favorite band, and this is the first time we reviewed them on the show. So, oh, shit, go watch, you're right? Go listen, Very and true. go watch the movie. <laughs> Memphis Mayfire have the second single off their upcoming album, and this one's entitled "Death Inside." Better or worse than Blood and Water? 
worse, but still really good. Worse yep. by like point one. Yeah. Yep. I think Memphis Mayfire are not like they are just on a fucking roll right now. Holy mm-hmm. shit. This I think as a whole, I like Blood and Water more, but I like this chorus better than Blood and Water solely because it's got that two parter. The yeah. second half yeah. of this chorus is fantastic. I, I 100% agree here. The second half of the chorus of Death Inside is better than the chorus of Blood and Water. I think mm-hmm. Blood and Water edges it out in the uh, in the instrumentation. I don't even remember what the breakdown of Blood and Water I, is at this point. I love the delivery in the pre-chorus of what and the lyricism on I See the Hourglass Flipped Upside Down. Yeah, that's, that's one of my favorite and then, lines of the song. And then I'm barely breathing with the clock runs out. Yeah. So good. There's some damn good lyricism going on here as well. Just like, I, I know we just briefly mentioned those few lines. I don't have anything else written down, but like, lyrically, there's a lot of powerful and memorable, memorable lines going on here. Like, I, I, have... I, I could probably argue that I like this more than Blood and Water, to be honest. I, I could see I, it. On, on a given day, I think I could argue it. There are times when I think maybe, I hear that chorus and I'm like, Potentially. They're both so good. Yeah. I think I, I have one gripe with both singles, and it's wait, the wait. same thing. I think it. I think you have the same. Is it the breakdown, the wordiness? Not the wordiness, no. the lyricism. No. I think the, I think the breakdown in both these songs are, the, especially the lyrics, are kind of weak. This is the one where it's six feet deep in a plywood box because we got no say when the Reaper talks, right? Yeah. And he's like, go. Bro, that, are you no, kidding I, okay, me? That's okay, some of the fine, hardest sorry. lyricism <laughs> I've heard no, 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 Okay, <laughs> Maybe it actually is just the breakdown. Yes. That is my gripe. Not, not, and the, I, not the lyricism, necessarily. Yeah. I, and it's not that I don't like the breakdowns. I like the breakdowns. They're too short. <laughs> What's wrong with it, bro? If they're like 8 to 10 seconds apiece, I want a 20 second i i want memphis mayfire to hit me with a breakdown i want him to hit me with like a go I or a I put, I put and then, breakdown exactly 20 and seconds then I, need, I, I need that shit to get lower and slower and memphis i need mayfire to do a pulling teeth when am i getting the memphis mayfire deathcore album i need it <laughs> get me in there bro <laughs> Look, I'm happy to be getting breakdowns and songs like this from Memphis Mayfire again because these are fantastic. I want a longer breakdown. Please, the songs the songs are like a 9 out of 10, 9.5 out of 10. They'd be 10 out of 10 if they just had a longer breakdown and more to enjoy there because I'm wow. getting hit with the breakdown, I'm jamming, and then it's over. And I'm like, what the hell? I feel, I feel teased. I feel teased. But The other uh, interesting thing about this song is that it kind of just ends. Mm-hmm. It kind of just ends. There isn't really a fade out or anything. It's just... Um, what is it? The last line of the chorus, and then it just is gone. Yeah, which is uh, interesting. I I like it personally. I I just thought it was interesting to note that. I don't feel like it's something you see very often. We've got two new songs from Crystal Lake, one entitled "Curse" and one entitled "Mephisto," released at about at the same time. <laughs> Jacob, how are you feeling about these? Um, kind of on both. I think, yeah, I think Curse 
Oh, I'm trying to remember the name of the two song EP. I think it's Watch Me Burn. Is that what it's called? Last year? Oh, God. Yes, 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 yes. I think Curse sounds very similar to Watch Me Burn. And I don't like that because it sounds too much like August Burns Red. (laughs) (laughs) And then they kind of did the same thing with Mephisto, and which is the heavier of the two, with. Oh god, what was the other track in that two track DP? I called? can't remember for the life of me. I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. Disobey. Disobey, yes. This is similar to Disobey. That's how I would kind of relate these two. Mm-hmm. I would say Disobey is way better than Mephesto. Yes. So I think it's kind of weak, both of them. I Curse to me is one of the more unique Crystal Lake songs I heard. I feel like there's something about it. it's got a lot of different things going on. My thing is that I don't the drumming in that song is nuts. I don't think it fits the song. Like it feels it feels a little out of place to me. And Mephisto, I mean, it's heavy. I don't know if I've heard or if I hear anything on Mephisto that I haven't heard somewhere else already from like another yeah. heavy band in the same style. Like like what let disobey they had that really long yeah and slow breakdown that made it memphis may fire take notes not that long and slow. <laughs> come on <laughs> um no i like crystal lake it's one of those bands that i want to like a lot more than i do and these singles haven't sold me i appreciate that they're there i'm glad i heard them I don't think I'll be revisiting them anytime soon. I kind of really, at this point, we've gotten, you know, that re-recorded album. We got the two two-song EPs. I need a new album to sit down with and mm-hmm. digest and find something to love. Like, at we this point, new, it's been two we years. A- we need a new Aeon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bring it to me. Stop giving me these two-song EPs. Just give me the album. Let me sit down with it. Have some time with it. We'll see where it goes. I still stand by the fact that I like Rio more in everything other than Crystal Lake. Yep, it's like Kellen Quinn and Sleeping with yeah. Sirens. Rio is better as a feature than in his own band. Like Caleb Shaw. Yeah, man. How many scene artists are there out there that <laughs> sound better in features than their own band? <laughs> I know Jacoby Shaddix had three lines in that Ice Nine Kills song, so he sounds better than he does in Papa Roach already. <laughs> but... <laughs> oh, man. Beyond Unbroken have a new single out called With or Without Me. Justin, are you with or without us? He gone, bro. I'm sorry, I'm distracted by other things. I didn't get to this song, so... He is not with us. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, This song is not bad. It just has the unfortunate casualty of being placed on this specific week of music. That is all that I can say about it. I, this, song I releases, this song releases on a different week and it is significantly better. It is just unfortunately surrounded by about seven other fantastic songs and it just doesn't hold up. Oh, yep. Um, I think the but, song uh, we're going to talk about in two songs, two songs from now. No, I, th- I actually just think like the next five songs are basically just all just better <laughs> like beyond unbroken are not bad like the, these these two guys used to be in escape of the fate if you guys didn't know that the, the people that make up this band uh two monty brothers or money brothers 
from Escape the Fate or previously huh. Escape the Fate. Um, so they know Ronnie Radke. They do. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, I really have nothing else to say other than this song just released at a very unfortunate time. It has a solid chorus. I think the verses are solid. They definitely seem to be leaning into a bit more of like a hip hop direction in the verses between both the last song and this one. And I think it works for them. Uh, it's not my favorite material of theirs, but I'm still going to uh, keep paying attention to what they got going. Uh, just reiterating for the fourth time, just unfortunate release date for this song in comparison to everything else. That's all I got to say. I will have to agree with you. Uh, let's let's get on with the good shit that we got coming up because we have quite the streak of pretty big name bands all dropping new music back to back to back. I mean, it kind of started with Memphis May Fire and Crystal Lake, but we got We Came Is Romans back with a brand new song called Dark Bloom. I love this song. I am happy to report that I finally like a We Came as Roman song. I can't believe that. I can't believe you don't like anything from before. I have only heard like maybe four other of their songs. Uh, okay. Whatever those There's two songs hope. were uh, post Kyle Pavone's death, neither of those really stuck with me and I revisited them after really enjoying this song and neither of them really stuck with me again. Uh, and I listened to like a handful of songs that came off of one of their other albums and i'm pretty sure those one of them was in the playlist at some point and then i removed it um but yeah this song i i do not foresee a future where this song is removed from my playlist this song fucks this song goes hard i Derek? don't <sighs> i have so a confession oh, i have a no. confession oh no i'm about to say something that's probably really gonna hurt you well maybe I have listened to, I think, three We Came As Romans albums at this point. Yes. I've listened to To Plant a Seed, I've listened to Cold Like War, and I've listened to We Came As Romans, the self-titled. Cold, Cold Like War is the one that I remember hearing. I remember hearing this, uh, that song, I think. I, having heard those three albums, I have yet to hear a We Came As Romans song that I don't like. I also have yet to hear a We Came As Roman song that I do like. I didn't feel that way, or I felt the same way about the two singles that dropped last year, or I guess maybe the year before at this point. I feel the same about this song. I think this is the closest in recent memory I've gotten to really liking a We Came As Roman song. To me, for its runtime, it's missing something, and I don't know what it is. It's Kyle, dude. It's missing Kyle. Well, I mean, okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I meant as a personal preference, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's missing Kyle. Um, I, I dig it. I just, I don't know what's not clicking. I need, I need this. Ba- it's the same thing as, as Crystal Lake. I need them to drop an album that I can sit down and find at least one song to click with. Please. I'm, I'm, we came as Romans. I'm begging. I think this is off an album. I think they said that they've got it recorded. It hasn't been announced yet, but at least it's to my knowledge. But I need it. I need it so I can find a We Came as Romans song that I can like and put it on repeat and say, there, finally. 
this one isn't doing it for me right now. Maybe one of these days I'll have a thing where it clicks with me, but right now I'm liking it. I'm just not loving it enough to keep going back to it. Now, on the contrary, what sold me was the atmosphere and the anthemic vibe mm. that, like, the backing vocals, the woes in the buildup, and just throughout the song in general, it feels very atmospheric. And I love, like, that's why I've gravitated to, like, uh, alt-rock, stadium rock type stuff, like the score in Zayd Wolf. Mm -hmm. The backing vocals that I'm getting on this song remind me of that, even though it's a completely different genre. You would love Old Weekend as Romans, then. Yeah. Because Kyle did that all the time. I, I, I have not dug enough into their material, so maybe I would. But, yeah, I, I really dug... Just the atmosphere that these songs have, and in the chorus, the choruses feel huge. I gotta, I gotta praise the pre-breakdown line. Die or grow. Oh, it's so good. I love the delivery I, on that. This is gonna sound really dumb, but I didn't hear that. Uh, I didn't hear die or grow until like my fifth or sixth listen. I don't know what I heard. I remember, I remember hearing something else, but I don't remember. I don't remember what I heard, but I, I, it didn't click with me that it said die or grow. Until like a while after I first heard it. At first, I had a big gripe with the the TikTok voice. Yeah, I remember that. It was really throwing me off when I uh, first listened to this song. I am, but I've come. I've come. <laughs> 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 but I've come to. I've come to. Come to not enjoy it, but. I you don't dislike don't, it. Don't dislike it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you dislike the new single from Under Oath called Damn Excuses? Uh Do I dislike it? No, I don't. Do you like it? Do I hate it? No. <laughs> that, that wasn't what I asked. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Well, every Underworld song is okay. Oh, I, no, no, no. I'm what getting there. I'm, put, I'm putting my foot down. I can't get into this band. I don't know what it is. I just, I, I don't, I, I can't do it. I have to agree with their older material, but there are some songs on... What was the last album? Erase called? Me. Erase Me. Including that song, Erase Me, that are very good. I used to... God, what was that one song that I have liked? Two songs by Under Oath? I think it was Hold Your Breath is the one that I used to jam a lot. And I've kind of fallen out of love with it. I think that whole last album was just kind of okay for me in retrospect. And Yeah, yeah. I, there's, there's some... I think... It, I actually don't think there was a song called Erase Me, but it was called... There's On Your Teeth, which is the lead single. I remember loving that. And then, I think it's I Hate It. I think that's the one that says Erase Me in it. Anyways, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say that, like, this, I hate when there's a lot of hype surrounding a band and I can't get into them. I think that there's got to be that's one of my how like, I feel least favorite things. Really? Oh, man, we need that album ASAP. We got to get you on the hype train. Um... I so this album there's already so that's another thing that's interesting. This album came out or this single came out July, 
We just got another one, I believe, today. The album's slated for next December. Hmm. So it's bring me to the horizon. Well, it was supposed to come out in August, and then because of vinyl, not being able to fulfill vinyl stuff, it got pushed to December. Hmm. So I'm just really confused as to why we're getting two singles this early, but I don't know. I, I want to like this band, this and band I want is, to like this song. Is the total opposite of what they used to be lyrically. <laughs> it used to be like really, really like deep and complex, didn't it? It used to be really, really Christian. Now it's like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I Not forgot this is a Christian all. band. They yeah. were. Now it's like the opposite. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I, need, I need a song to click with me. Please, God. I'm begging. I'm begging. <laughs> this was my first exposure to Under Oath. Uh, add that to the list of bands that I should have listened to prior to them dropping new material this year. This but one, alas, I, this one I won't argue that much. Maybe the last album, but you're yeah, not missing um, that. This is my first exper- exposure to Under Oath, and I'm... Eh. Shrug. Yeah. It is. It exists. I don't see myself going back to it. I think it was also overshadowed by all the releases from... True. This what week. we're about to... Yeah. So yeah. is, is that we, our cue to move on, then? Do you really want to know? I do. Novelist... Novelist. Novelists France have released (laughs) (laughs) new track called Do You Really Want to Know? Question mark. I had no idea that Tobias could pull off such a huge fucking chorus. I mean, yeah. Lost Cause had a pretty big chorus. This is taking it to a whole new level. This band has also changed so much from what they used to sound like. Yeah. It is actually insane. Like, when you think of a band called, like, Novelists, it sounds like, like, really old school this band is like the most futuristic band you've ever heard. Yeah, it definitely feels very, like, new generation. Yeah. With all the kind of vocal effects that they put on uh, the verses throughout the song. It, it feels very modern, and I love it. I think this is my favorite of the three singles they've dropped since I, Tobias joined. I do not know. I love all three, and I cannot pick a favorite. They're all I really can't. good. It's close. They're all so good. I and think this, this album is, is going to be has, so good. Yeah, this is going to be a killer album. I just think this song is stuck with me longer than the other ones have. I can't. Oh, wow. That was an unfortunate yawn. <laughs> I oh, no, like. Can we do it too? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> so. I like Terrorist a lot more than hey, for the CIA agent watching me through my webcam. It's a song. I like the song <laughs> Terrorist. Um, I like that more than I do this. But for me, Terrorist is like a 9 on 10. And this is like an 8.5 on 10. I really like this. This is my second favorite single. The first one that came out. Lost what Cause. was the name of it? Lost Cause. Lost Cause. Yeah. I'm not as into that one. Um, I think that this is like. How we talk about how the city is ours has kind of like that up and down trajectory. I think it's since Lost Cause they've been on the upward trend and have just maintained at this point. Um, I am very, very happy with this. 
I fun fact actually, I I liked it when it came out. Like I put like liked it on Spotify, and I thought I added it to my playlist, but I didn't. So until I was looking at the songs in the playlist a couple of days ago, I had just forgotten that this had come out, and I spent a lot of time with it in the past couple of days. And I'm just like, damn, it's so good. It really is good. Yeah. Yeah. It is very. Uh, they're very heavily influenced by Northlane. I can. I can yeah. Yeah. I this especially. Feel. Yeah. But I'll have to say that this is really good. <laughs> Making the, the North Link comparison. I haven't really mentioned yet is just how, how much chunk there is in the guitars. Oh, yeah. The, the guitars are fat. Yeah. So good. So good. It's very exciting. When does this come out? Do we know? I don't think No, I don't believe so. Um, There is... What is the line? After the guitar solo... He goes, I'm such a fucking slave. Yep, I love that delivery. <laughs> that line I love is that so delivery. good. Yep. Yep. And then at the end, right before the breakdown, the, the mosh call, I don't even know what he says. It's all, it sounds heavily plot and you influenced. I don't know if you guys can hear that, but. I would have to hear it again. I don't yeah. if you recall off memory. Now that you've said that, I have to go back and listen to it. Mm. I'll go back to him on that one. Y'all, Eminence are back again with the second single off their upcoming album. This one's called Heaven in Hiding. I see the So, oh. uh, yeah, that. Um, but <laughs> I mentioned when we talked about holding absence earlier in the year, I <laughs> talked about how. Um, forget what song there was some song that had such a fantastic opening from that holding absence album that i was like this could be like song of the year potential and then it just dropped the ball imminence did the same exact thing and i am so fucking disappointed because this actually could have been like a top five song of the year for me if they just went into like a riff before the first verse like that you add a huge riff after that awesome uh violin opening that this song has with the just very calm melodic vocals you put a riff in between that and the verse where things really just slowed down and this is probably one of my favorite songs of the month but it just has it lacks that like star moment for me everything here is fantastic it is so close to being amazing and i just wish it was this song is great i just know it had the potential to be better than it is i absolutely hated this song when it came out and now i absolutely love it you like to see it in contrast i really liked the song when it came out and now i really really like this song (laughs) i was worried i was right there no fuck no You hear the noise I made when we introduced this single, bro? <laughs> there's, a, there's no way I don't love this. I, this is my favorite Eminence song. I'm putting, is, I'm putting that one down. This, this is, not is my probably top three for me. This is not my favorite Eminence song. It's probably maybe. Well, it's gotta. It's gonna be like I'm gonna say like top eight, maybe. Okay. I know you're but probably more into still, Eminence than the rest of yeah. us. Ah, uh, maybe not Justin, but. Well. I. I think I've heard a lot of people say that the breakdown at the end is good, but it's too sudden. Whatever. 
I think it's fantastic and right where it needs to be, and I am absolutely happy with it. So my problem with the breakdown is uh-huh. it sounds way too similar to the Temptation breakdown, and it is also in the also sudden like the Temptation breakdown, and it almost feels like they're trying to do that. On, I hope they're not going to do this on every song. Please don't do that. <laughs> That's what I'm. I think. About. I mean, if they did, it would probably make for a not as good album, but just mm-hmm. like individual songs to listen to. It I'd be feels, down for it. Feels it feels very, yeah, it feels too similar to Temptation. Is my problem. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't mind it. Like I, 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 I think it just feels too similar in the structure. Yeah. To Temptation. That is. I I wish the breakdown just like. It came in very abrupt, and it also ended very abruptly, and I kind of wish that it had more of, like, a fade at the end of it. Like, you, you throw, like, you kind of mirror the opening uh, for, like, the last ten seconds of the closing. Like, you go from that breakdown back into that, like, very slow violin to close the song instead of just abruptly ending it after the breakdown. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, once again, I like this song a lot more. Like, as I said, this song is fantastic. It is so close to being one of my favorite songs of the month. But it just misses the ball just barely so many times that I, man, I, I want to like the song so much more than I actually do. And it upsets me, I, but it's still great, so. I, I love this song. I want to mention the uh, offbeat drum in the verse. Yes. See, it's interesting so, you mention that because it reminds me a lot of the drum in Constance by Spirit Box. So Dude, I told you my problem with that song is the mix. We'll see. The album's gonna come around. You're gonna hear it as a closer, and you're yeah. gonna love it. I'm calling it right now. I actually did really enjoy the. Of- oh yeah. No, I I I got that vinyl in that had the butterfly on it, and I immediately spun it, and it just kind of sat there ascending. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, Justin, do you have anything on Eminence? Yeah, now that you're back. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh. Yeah, Eminence is really good. Uh, I really like the slower style. It all kind of reminds me of uh, the parts I like of Erase from uh, Turn the Light On. Um, yeah, just a solid track. I think it's in my top five of this month. Um, I wasn't here to talk about it, but uh, Novelists is my uh, single of the month. Oh, shit. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, specifically the chorus. Um, the, the contrast and just... Uh, Tobias's vocals were really good. Uh, that's all uh, I got, though. I actually want to say for Imminence, this, you said it reminds you of a race. This reminds me of Saturated Soul. Huh. I don't know why. I could, I vaguely see it. I think the vibe is very similar. I'll give it to you. I'm all putting right. my stamp of approval Thank on you. it for whatever that's worth. <laughs> Pleasantly surprised? Is that what Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. How do y'all feel about the new single from Foxera called Picture Perfect? They're first with Michael Swank, who is the ex-singer of Micah Relocate. This song's really good. I really like this. I have not really, I don't, I might have heard one song by Micah Relocate, I don't, I have, but, I, this song, very good, me like, 
I, I am really struggling with my words tonight. Y'all need the. You know what? <laughs> you don't. You don't need anything else. I think you very accurately conveyed what you were trying to say. You like it. Me like. What's that one quote? Why use many word when few word do trick? Something right? like that. Yeah. Something along those Something lines. Something like that. So my I. I get to flex and say that I was listening to Foxera before they blew up because they put out a remix or not a remix, but a, a song with Tillian that was more, I guess, electronic and instrumental driven back in like 2019. And I, if I remember correctly, that song that came out was like originally made like the vocals for it from Tillian were tracked from like 2013. <laughs> so it had been sitting for a while. Um and I was following them on Twitter when they had less than 100 followers. So that's my flex. Um, <laughs> very excited to hear Michael Swank again. Um, a great vocalist who's actually like a really, really nice guy. And I was hoping that he'd get back into a band just to see him succeed and get to hear more of him. So I'm really glad that he ended up with Fox Sarah. Um, I don't know if I love this, but I like it enough that even if I wasn't previously a fan of Michael Relocate, that I am now interested and like invested in this in its own right. Like this band has put itself on my radar. So, or I guess re put itself on my radar would be a better way to phrase it. I don't know. All that to say that readjusted this, on your radar. Yeah, maybe? yeah, maybe readjusted on on my mm. on my radar. Mm. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> um, you know, I I I dig this a lot. I'm I'm just glad to have Michael Swing. My back. biggest problem is that the pre-chorus is better than the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> Where they, they drop the uh picture perfect, uh, which is the name of the song, in the pre-chorus, and I'm like, okay, this is a good chorus, and then it get like goes into the actual chorus, which is also really good. They're both really good. I just feel like I uh, I almost would have preferred just the pre-chorus. I'm with you. I feel like the the chorus is fine, but it extends this song a while. Not to I, this song is four minutes thirty eight seconds. I don't. It doesn't feel that long when I listen to it. Uh, but I do think that it would be more replayable. I would have it like there's some songs that work better on repeat than others, and I feel like this song would have been better to spin on repeat with just the pre-chorus going into the next verse instead of pre -chor the pre-chorus being almost like a chorus and then getting the actual chorus and then the verse. Mm. Uh, very minor issue with the song. I, I really enjoyed this, though. Timeless. Have a new single. It's titled Too Close. It might be This is, a big step this, come up. From? this is a big step up from Blood on Teeth. I uh, still do not like that song very much at all. <laughs> this song is pretty great. This is so good. From right here, Dude, right here is already, song. you know, kind of good with their new vocalist. Right here is still my favorite of theirs. Uh, I feel like his vocals just suit that style so well. But they make them work very well on this song as well. This is, this is Time Was doing the heavier style that... They did with their old vocalist, with the new vocalist, but it's actually good. I, I still kind of want to see them incorporate the, the old vocalist because he's still the bassist, right? Is he? I, I think so. I, I think 
I think we had this discussion where he was relegated to the bases. I don't remember that. I don't remember I, either. Either, either of us could be wrong, but... But, um, yeah, like, th- this is a good style. This is where they're going to stay. Um, Blood on Teeth didn't really sit well with me either, so I- I'm all for this style. Now, Derek, I know you were saying this is your favorite Timeless song. Yes. I said that, too. Ooh, okay. This, I, I think what really sells this for me is the main riff and the way that the vocals sound on the first verse. The first yeah. time I heard the song, I heard those two things together, and I was just kind of sat back, and I was like, damn. <laughs> I was in my car on my way home from work, and I'm like, this is the best thing I could hear after the end of a long day. I, I really, really, really enjoyed it on first listen. And sometimes when I have songs like that that are from bands that I don't have an established history with, I get scared that I'm going to like it on first listen, and then like as time goes on, it's not going to stick with me as much, and I'm going to fall out of love with it. But I can confidently say that this is going to stay in pretty confident rotation for the near future. I really, really like this. It's just, it's grown on me even further than how much I liked it on first listen. I, I really, really enjoy it. Hear it. Uh, unfortunately for me, this song has kind of fallen off a bit. And that is only, uh, n- no, no fault at all to Timeless or anything that the song did wrong. It just released on the wrong date. It unfortunately mm. had to be surrounded by uh, Eminence, Novelists, We Came as Romans, and Memphis May Fire, all within, like, a split-second mouse uh, cursor movement. So, unlucky for them, this song is still really good, though. <laughs> nope, I, I am then. absolutely digging it. Absolutely. Let's move on, then. Envied by Angels have dropped yet another song, this one called Captive. The boys are killing it with this one. I finally can say that I really like a song by this band. Ooh, it took I... a while, but it finally happened. Every The past few songs we had talked about from Envied by Angels, I liked them, but something wasn't clicking with me. It's like I couldn't like I couldn't headbang along to it. I couldn't like kind of move in my chair as I'm listening to it. I listened to this song for the first time and I am I am on board basically the entire way through. The guy's vocals have been stellar ever since uh, you discovered them, Justin, and put them onto all of us. But I feel like they make they make the best use of them in this song compared to everything else they've released. Uh, by no means is this one of my favorite songs of the month. But by all means, am I very happy to finally be on board with a song this band has put out. Because I, I was waiting for it to happen, and I'm just glad it finally did. It felt inevitable. I'm impressed with the amount of content that they've been pushing out. They only have the their debut EP and then the singles. And they've just been like sending one right after the other. I'm expecting one this month. Um, but man, just they, they've done really well with what they've put out and their their numbers they only have less than 2000 monthly listeners and they still have like a really good well produced sound um i i think it's just the two of them i might be wrong there might be it's only been the two of them in the music videos so yeah have to assume. so but man i really like this these guys they they might be this year's like traceless and 
uh, speech patterns for me where I just like cannot stop listening to whatever they put out. Th this um, is definitely a criminally underrated hidden gem alert right here. I did there, not there know are, this band was so small. There, yeah. there are a lot of hidden gems we talk about on the band. This is one of the most hidden of the hidden gems, I would say. No, I'm with you there. Um, Jacob, I didn't either. I mean, I knew they were like small, but I thought it was like 30 to 60,000 small, yeah. not 1,700 small. This is my favorite Envy by Angels song, by the way. Just put that one out there. Yeah, it's getting to that point for me as well. I, I still kind of, I still go back to the, uh, the Flyleaf cover and mm. uh, shape-shifting off their debut EP. But this one, like, of their uh, songs they released this year, this one's in the top, like, two. Like, you asked me on another day, I might, like, faux better. Any other comments on this one here? Uh, no, all I got is um, another uh, hidden gem that we've talked about, Future Lows dropping ghosts. This is their second song, right? Yeah, this is their second song. They dropped Broken back in February, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, you're right. I think this is definitely a step up, and Broken was already solid for a debut. We, we just mentioned Envied by Angels are one of the most hidden of the hidden gems. Future Woes might be the most hidden of the hidden gems, to be honest, at this point. Uh, We've they, got a lot of new, but um, they, the potential is obvious to me. Um, yeah, we've got, we've got a lot we've talked about. Like, um, we'll we'll be talking about one of them during the EPs. Um, but yeah, Envy by Angels, Future Lows. There's been a lot of just really good hidden gems that you wouldn't really expect to find. And, and this song in general, like you said it best, is definitely a step up from Broken. And I'm, um, I don't know where else they could go with this sound, but I'm all for it. Yeah, I don't remember if Broken had a breakdown or not. Do you? I, I, I didn't go back and listen um, to it. Because, yeah, I didn't go back to Broken either uh, in the past few days. But I was very surprised when I heard this song and there was an actual breakdown in here. It isn't a crazy breakdown or anything, but it's still like a, a solid, just kind, kind of an easy listening breakdown almost, is how I would phrase it. Um, I, I, I really liked it. Uh, I thought the chorus was pretty sick as well. Um, definitely, um, I would say more melodic than what broken offered uh, overall i i think they just leveled up every aspect of a song from broken to ghosts i'm on board that's all i got yeah i don't know if there's too much more to be said on future was definitely go check them out if you haven't because they are on the up and up similarly on the up and up we have monument of a memory with another new song called atrophy Guys. Eh. No! What? Yeah. Don't eh. This song's yeah, really that's, good. That's, that's just the wrong reaction, Jacob. That's unfortunate for you. Derek? How you De feeling? De Der Derek is busy uh, doing Derek things right now. Oh, okay. He's, he's Googling. He's right. <laughs> he needs to stop dying. Uh, yeah. The, what the fuck? These guys are killing it. Yeah, this this is uh one this joins the club of a handful of songs from this year 
that uh, the first time I heard them, I, I had an audible holy fuck. <laughs> that first guitar solo and uh, bridge into the first verse drops, and I'm like, what the fuck? Holy shit. Um, <laughs> it's sick as hell. It they, is they one of the, the sickest guitar solos I have heard all year. They played the clip of the breakdown, and I, I thought it would be a completely heavy song, and then when they were posted on Instagram, they had cleans. I was like, okay, so there might be a little bit of cleans here and there. I didn't expect this song, and it's so good. Yeah, this is definitely one of my favorite songs of the month. Uh, I, I fuck with this a lot. I don't know if it's better than Seeking Somewhere. I still think Seeking Somewhere is my favorite yeah. in comparison to this, but this is a strong single. I don't know if they got plans for an EP or an album or if they're just on the single train at the moment, but whatever they're doing, they're doing it right. Uh, Derek, what are your thoughts? This is my favorite monument of a memory song. Yes. Just in general. I really, I really, really dig this. I Part of me wishes it was maybe a little bit shorter, and I don't know where I'd cut it, but like for a song more than four minutes to have replayability for me, like just to be able to like, put it on loop or whatever, um, there's got to be like a certain, I guess, formula or like way to go about it. Um, and it doesn't quite have that replayability for me in the sense that I, I listen to it and I really like it and I go back to it, but I don't feel the urge to put it on repeat and I wish I could. I'm waiting for that song from this band. The, their Elizabeth Acoustic was probably the closest prior to this that I'd gotten, which is my favorite prior. Either way, I am... The last single was good. This one's got my hype level steadily on the rise for this band. I'm digging it. Give me more, please. I need exactly. at, least, at least one more before the end of the year, if not like a full EP. If we get a full EP from this band, we might be talking like top 10 EP of the year contender already. Top five? What are you talking about? Uh, mm, mm, about that. We'll get to that. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Monument of Memory are sick as fuck. Definitely uh, go, go give them a listen if you haven't. Um, I don't think I got too much more to say here. Uh, unless you guys have anything. I'm all done. Bullet for my Valentine dropped a brand new song called Parasite. For the second time, I am shrugging at a bullet for my val- bullet for my Valentine song. It's all right, I guess. Derek, I, it, it is very much in the same boat as Under Earth for me. Derek, yeah, yeah, Jacob. Better or worse than Knives? Worse. Worse, really. Remember when I said earlier that there was one song this month that I just really hated? This. Oh yeah, this <laughs> fucking sucks. I hate it. Oh <laughs> no. I think now, now that we're now that we're at this point, I think also, it's really funny. I, I think it's really funny in a way that my least favorite songs from this month are like all some of the biggest names. Like my least favorite songs from this month are Crystal Lake, Bullet for My Valentine, and Under Earth. Man. And that just feels a little off to me. I don't know. <laughs> we we were talking, I believe it was last month, about um how they like alternate album cycles on like good albums. And I feel like huh, we're gonna have two bad albums wrong. in a row. I think we're gonna have two bad oh, albums in a row. I don't. I don't think so. You. So you. What. What do you like oh. about this? It's heavy. Okay. I don't think it's 
my favorite bullet song. It is, I think it's, so actually I want to say literally like two days after we recorded last month's episode, uh-huh. I was like, Knives sucks. <laughs> 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 so that's, I, I do think this is better. Um, it's not my favorite thing. Like I haven't saved it to anything, but I still think it is a step up from their last album. Like by a long shot, this is a step up. I don't, it's not like too heavy. I just think that the heaviness is very one noted and I feel like the cleans come out of nowhere. Like it's halfway through the song before you hear any cleans and all of a sudden they're just kind of there. It bothers me. I don't know. There's, I think two, two more songs we'll talk about. What about the guitar solo? It was okay. It felt like it. It felt like the the mix on it. It was a little too quiet, like kind of muddled. Hmm. I don't know. I just I was not digging it. I just kind of sat there listening to it with like, I had the 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 gross face going on, and not like a breakdown is super heavy and like ugh. I'm just kind of sitting there like ugh. <laughs> I didn't like it very much. I don't know. There's there like, were no go for it. I was gonna say I feel like these bands like Under Oath and Bullet are kind of turning into like an Atreyu where they're sticking around too long. Yeah. And yeah. they should just call it quits before either it's like you die the hero or live long enough to well, see yeah. become the villain. <laughs> they're becoming the villain. Ah, there were there were two other songs this month that I wasn't quite as into, but I think that this was the the lowest of them. I don't know. I'm still I'm still interested to hear the album, but yep. my expectations are pretty low, unfortunately. I am curious to hear it as well. Justin? Speaking of bands, I'm curious to hear more material from Saving Vice are back, and they've got a new single, Phantom Pain. How you feeling about cer- this one, Justin? They certainly do, and I know Justin was the one that kind of wanted to strong-arm this one into the episode. Yes. Justin, the floor is yours. Hi! So, yeah, I, I got into this band through their um, Motionless and White cover of Another Life. And uh, this this single, is, it's less Motionless and White, more... Fuck, not bring me. Um, Sounds oh, like Ice God, the... Yeah. No, fuck, the, the artist is escaping me. I'm sure I'll, I'll figure it out. No, not Wake Up Hate. I, I'm, I'll just name every fucking... It's, it's, Ice Nine it's, Kills. it's literally Ice Nine Kills. <laughs> it's Ice Nine Kills without the screaming. No, because it's got rap in it. Ice Nine Kills doesn't do rap. The vibe is Ice Nine Kills. I'm glad Jake I, and I, I are on the same wavelength. Yeah, it's very, the exact it's very same cinematic. Yeah. By the way, this isn't yeah, anything groundbreaking. But I I just really like it. It's been one of the more kind of replayable songs of the of the month for me, especially in a month where not a lot of big stuff has come out for me. So I really enjoyed this. I I, I kind of enjoy the the chorus. Um, let me pull up some lyrics while uh, you guys talk about that you guys didn't listen to it. Well, I, did, I did give it a listen. I gave it a hand. You know what it listens. is? It's Cipher Sight. 
No, fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice try, nice try. <laughs> Man, uh, I'm conflicted. As am I. Yep. This might be rap? my... No, no. That's what it is. No, it's not heavy enough. Mm. Because, okay, so... I think this song gets too heavy for my liking. Let it's me... not that heavy, what are you talking about? Yeah, let me... Let me preface my saying that by hello there was one of my favorite metalcore albums of 2020 and like i actually really enjoy this band um hello there for the most part was pretty heavy across the board this is probably one of the least heavy saving vice songs i've heard and uh, the electronic elements at the start were great when the song started out it was great. And I think it's catchy. It's just kind of... It's good. But I'm I'm not sold entirely. And I think it's because I needed some heavier moments and maybe a more traditional song structure at times. Justin, I know what it is. Falling in reverse? Because I just came up with it. No, it's Get Scared. I'm telling <laughs> you what it is. What the fuck you on about? <laughs> Einstein Kills was the biggest comparison that I made when I was listening to it. So. Nah, definitely with the like the... The second verse with a little bit of rap, I'm definitely getting falling in reverse feelings. A, a wow. lighter falling well, in reverse. This is better than anything falling in reverse has oh, ever oh, done. Oh, easily. Oh, easily. It's a lighter falling in reverse. Falling in reverse sucks. <laughs> well, now now they do. I, I feel like their older stuff was pretty alright. Nope. They're what? ass. They're ass. Older stuff tolerable. Older stuff sucks. Newer stuff sucks more. Terrible band. <laughs> uh, okay, that's fine. Uh, I'll, I'll agree with you then. Blasphemy. Uh, but yeah, that's that's all I got. It's just pretty enjoyable for me. I think the only thing that I would want to add on to this song... When I say that this song is too heavy, it's not instrumentally, it's the vocals. Um, when, when he does his unclean vocals, uh, the highs and the lows of those vocals are almost too high and too low. Um, I would have preferred more of kind of just a mid-level scream, like a lot in this song. I don't know. The the unqueens just don't work for me in this song for whatever reason. Everything else I think is really solid actually, but the unqueens are just kind of off putting. I feel like if the the instrumentals were a bit more involved, I feel like the uncleans would would not really jive with me as much as they do in this. But in this, I feel like they're all right. They're they're, they're nothing to write home about, but they, they kind of they fit with the song with what they're trying to go for. But I still think the chorus easily best part of the song. I would agree. I would agree. Let's move on then. The score are back with a brand new song called Head Up. Justin, has your opinion on the score changed at all? Nope. Okay, that sucks. Because <laughs> uh, to me, this is a bit of a return to form for them. This is a bit of them returning to more of that alt rock sound. It's it's got some more beef to it. This is Imagine Dragons esque. Yeah, I, yep. yeah. I I gave it a listen. Thought it was too Imagine Dragons for me. Um, the the instrumental, like the beat, does nothing for me. I, I'm more akin to like the the heavier stadium rock. Like I'm thinking higher from atlas yeah yeah yeah. or um legend 
Yeah. Like th- this has none of that for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I I went back and listened to it a couple times to make sure I wasn't crazy in in my thinking, and then I went back and listened to the Pressure EP and like all those tracks I love. Yeah. Uh, and and that like th- this has none of that style. Funny you mention that. Actually, that's not going to be the only time we're mentioning it today. Okay, good. I'll get to that later. Um, but yeah, I I really liked this song. It's it's definitely a step up from uh, what was it, Victorious last month. The fact that I can barely even remember what the name of that song is from last month is a bit of a shame, considering this is like one of my top five favorite bands of all time. But um, yeah, I I I really like this song. It's it's very chill. It's nothing crazy. It's very typical of what I expect from the score at this point. But for someone like me, when you don't need... For a lot of people, their favorite bands, you want them to kind of keep doing the same thing because you just like it so much. And that's how I feel with the score. They don't have to do anything groundbreaking for me to really like it. They just need to keep putting out material that... They just need to keep putting out material. That's basically it. <laughs> like, even the songs that I don't like from them as much, I will still enjoy to some degree. And I I think this song just falls into that same category. So, I don't know if there's too much more to be said, Derek. Uh, no. Do you have any quick thoughts here? Or... No, uh, I don't like Imagine Dragons. Therefore, I do not like the song. <laughs> Fair enough. I actually enjoyed this th- song more than I thought. I you gotta be I'll fucking kidding me. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Let's move on to better stuff, though. Mm. What do you say? The Plot in You have dropped a brand new song called Face Me. That changed when your face was Is that what you want to do? Do you guys want to hear my hot take on this one? Yeah, uh, sure. Cool. Not sure if I'm ready right. for it, but yeah. I don't know. So, this is one of, I think, five songs that we're talking about from this last week. It might be my least favorite of them. Oh. Uh, so, it might sorry. be my least favorite of these. So, are you telling me you feel about. nothing? I don't feel nothing. <laughs> I think this song is pretty good. Thank you, Derek. I. The chorus does not work for me, and it's a shame. Um, I, I like the chorus where it's like, no, I like the part where it's like the face, uh, that, that, whatever comes before that, which I can't even remember at this point, just doesn't work for me. Um, and I'm also not huge on Landon's screams in the breakdown. Um, it's my favorite parts of this song are when, uh, are the opening and the closing where they get very experimental. And that, that's the type of sound that I want to hear from Plot at this point. Um, I, the rest of the song just didn't exactly work as much for me. I still like it, don't get me wrong. Just not my favorite of theirs. This song kind With of that, fell that off for me. It what? This song kind of fell off for me. I, I, oh, I, no! What is I, happening? Here's the thing. I loved Landon's uh, acoustic uh, repay so listening to this i was kind of expecting more of those vocals and while i enjoyed it on first lesson i went back and listened to it a couple times and I, something about it 
it's not as replayable for me. I don't know if it's because I'm, I'm expecting something else. I might have to listen to more material to see what they're going for and see if, you know, if, if it's what I'm going to be getting. But uh, I'll just need more time with this, I think. So now that us two downers have gotten our opinions out of the way, Jacob, Derek. Thank God Plot is back because oh. Landed Tours is the the GOAT. I yeah, go no ahead. go ahead go ahead no 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 hit I me with it. I was gonna say I don't even need to listen to this song to know it's good. I'm saying <laughs> this song, yo, this song is horny, bro. I, <laughs> yeah, I mean some sort of way. Uh, you know, I think it's really really interesting because Jake is not the first person who I have heard say that they don't like the pre-chorus with the "Your face was shown." But yeah, they do like yeah, the. That's the line. Yep. It's your, they, your face was shame, isn't it? I thought it was your face was shown. I thought it was shown. Let me see yeah. here. Hold on, I'm pulling it up. The, the Googler. Googler. <laughs> face me the plot and you lyrics. Let's see. Your fit. Yeah, it's your face was shown, and the background is is it something you want to do? So, I am the opposite. I really like the pre-chorus. I don't like the chorus. It hasn't clicked with me. The so just face me because I can make a change part. I'm not into it as much. Oh no! But the rest no. of the song is just so phenomenal that it doesn't matter. The whole I, song is phenomenal. Now, okay. <laughs> so we've got we've got we've got the layers. We've got Jake. The, oh, dude, it just goes in the order of how we are in Discord. <laughs> the least, then it's Justin. Then there's like three spaces, and then there's me, and then there's you. <laughs> it's easy. No, I really, Dude, I, I, yeah. This is a, a culmination of, like, everything. Like, it's, I think it's a little bit more heavier than stuff you would have got on Dispose. Yeah. Maybe not, maybe not feel nothing. But yeah, like, well, for the for most the, part, for the, yeah. For the most part, yeah, it's yeah, a little yeah, heavier. Yeah. And it's also got the, the pop elements you get from Dispose, and it mm-hmm. sounds so good. The production is just through the roof. Uh-huh. You can't see my hands right now, but they're they're <laughs> I'm, I'm doing some hand motions. Put, put them down. You are uh, under arrest. Yeah, this the production on every plot song, Rigged comes to mind. Just, yeah, I yeah. I may not love this song, but the production is unreal. So good. Yeah, then, very very excited for this on September 17th. Soon. Soon. We're going to need to um, figure out what order we listen to these albums and come that day. Oh god. <laughs> We're gonna be calling an all nighter. <laughs> um I wanna comment on the breakdown because uh-huh. it's so good. Uh-huh. And <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um I wanna say the it's almost I don't know what to call it in in like um video you'd call it like a jump cut. But it's like I want to, and then it's like, feel, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love that part. And then they put like a, <laughs> I can't even make that noise. <laughs> yep, Please just never like make that. this nut again. It was a good try. <laughs> it sounds like somebody locked up the brakes on a, a bike. Cat. Yeah, they put a oh, cat okay. in the song. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. 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 So good. It's the so good. Experimentation is nuts 
there. Love the spin. It's so good. And I gotta say, I've been waiting all episode to say this. Mm-hmm. My three favorite bands released songs this month. Ice Nine Kills so the, Plot and uh, what's the Eminence. last one? Ah. Eminence? Ah, uh, yep. And that is what makes July best month of the year for me so far. It is, Hell yeah. That's a take. That's a take. That, that, I, yeah, it is. I'll take. I, it, was July, a, it was a pleasant surprise. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I, I would put July in like upper mid tier, like of the seven months of the year, like maybe third or fourth. I don't know. I'd have to think on that more. I think we're good I'll, to move on. Yeah. Yeah. While, uh, while Jacob does whatever sound he did, it sounded <laughs> like he was filling up his car tire. All uh, time low. <laughs> dropped a new single uh pma which is postmodern anxiety not positive uh, featuring... mental mental attitude <laughs> featuring pale waves justin have you ever filled up a car tire yes <laughs> I don't think it sounds like that, bro. It sounded similar. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I, I've never filled Someone up a car tire. Let the air out. What's he filling the air out? That's kind of oh, how man. it works. So I've this is interesting because I've seen Pale Waves live, and I just really didn't expect this crossover. Um, I saw them with No Rome in the 1975 back in like 2019, and they put on a really good show. Um. So again, like I didn't expect this, but this is this is pretty good. This is I pretty dig good. this. This would fit perfectly on their last album. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think the feature I, is great as well. I think we should yeah. just get right into that. The feature fits fantastically. I almost think I like the feature more than uh, Alex's vocals for the rest of the song. Yeah, I I think part of me wishes that this was like attached to something because after that last album, I'm ready for all time low, like new all time low. Um. I know for a fact that it's not because I got I some magazine. I can't remember what it was. I think it was an edition of Rock Sound that I got as like a, a bundle, and there was a story in there. Um, and they're just releasing singles that they recorded uh, after Wake Up Sunshine, just as like standalones. So hmm. unfortunately, not attached to anything. We Maybe get to they enjoy make it, it into anytime. a deluxe at some point. You know, well, if you think about how many tracks that would be. Wake Up Sunshine yeah, was what thirteen or fourteen. I don't know. All time low could still Let's pull see. it off. I feel. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I know. I would be surprised, but uh, I'm not gonna say it. But um, yeah, I would be surprised, but I think they could do it. I think they could would get away with it. Pleasant. I, I think. I think the from the words. <laughs> I think they're from the wording they said. Uh, it may be a bunch of singles that may be roped into an EP or an album, but it's an album or EP is not at their forefront at the moment. And I mean, you can't blame them given all the uncertainty of COVID still at this point. Oh, and I, I mean, they don't really need to announce an EP with uh, Wake oh. Up Sunshine doing as well as it did. True. Gotta mention that alarm clock sound effect. Top. <laughs> top tier. Just make that your actual alarm now? <laughs> no. No, that's how you get to hate a song. By the way, do not make a song your. If you wanna, if you wanna like a song, do not make it your alarm. I use the, uh, I use instrumentals and stuff. So like, I have the Die Hard's Odyssey instrumentals as my uh, alarm. 
That is how I hated Wake Up by. Uh... Oh God! Oh, uh, I know. I, yeah. No, it's no, no. It's by that band Justin always listens to. That doesn't Whoa. narrow it down. Bro. At the gate. Oh. <laughs> oh, what was at the gate? Well, that band Justin always listens to. <laughs> There's a couple. You could have said wolves, and that's like there's like four different bands yeah. that have wolves in them. Any other thoughts uh, on this all-time low song? It's, just, it's just a good song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on to Point North, who have dropped a brand new song called "Erase You." Erase me? No, erase you, Derek. Erase who? <laughs> you. Wait, does that mean I'm kicked out? It was it, bro? High <laughs> mind in shambles again. You know Hell what? Yeah. Nice. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say something, start some discourse, and leave it in chaos because I mentioned that there were three songs of this month that I really just did not like, and this is one of them. Good. I didn't like it either. Okay. Thank God. Okay. I'm <laughs> on this song. I'm also kind of think... indifferent on it. Okay, wow. Hive mind together again. <laughs> when I said that when I said the plot was my least favorite of these five songs, it's very close between this song and that plot song because Point North are just very consistent at putting out like I'm never going to be upset listening to Point North, you know? Like it mm -hmm. might not always be my favorite thing, but I'm never going to be upset listening to it where with plot, I feel like there's more room for error, in my opinion. Here's Point the... North is just casual, easy listening for me, and I, I can throw this on with no problems if I need to. Here's the thing about this Point North song and um, the other one. Uh, nice one, I think. Nice now. Nice now. That was close. Um, they, they have a standard to listen to live up to for me. That brand new vision was my, uh, you know, top two albums last year and man it was it was such a good album there was a lot of good lyricism um the instrumentals were amazing i still go back and listen to lethal and um nothing left to lose and no one's listening but man i don't i don't really like the the more uh punkier influence that these last two singles have gone into i i, I really like the more um the more kind of uh, pop rock style that um, Brand New Vision had. And I kind of hope they go back to it because when, when they get serious is when I feel like they do their best work. Bro, it took the words right out of my mouth. Point North doing pop rock and like post-hardcore influence stuff, fantastic. Point North doing pop punk, terrible. <laughs> I haven't liked anything they've put out since that um, last album came out. Which was in my top twenty of last year, I'm pretty sure, at least top thirty. And now was, I'm just kind of sitting here 10. like, yeah, I'm just sitting here like, eh, it's kind of bad. <laughs> I, I, I will still stand by "Nice Now" being a, a really good song. Uh, this one does not live up to it to me. I think we're all kind of on the same page here. I, I, I mean, uh, "Nice Now" is a good song. It's not a good point in our song, in my opinion. Fair. Well, That's fair. Actually, no, I don't think it's a good song either way. <laughs> but I digress. Yeah, what is a good song is this new song from Hot Milk called I Think I Hate Myself. For 
wondering, the Hot Milk Supremacy hype train is still open. We are still selling <laughs> tickets if you want exactly. to Exactly. Hop on, bro. Hop the shit's, fuck this on. This shit is fantastic. I don't think this is as good as... Uh, I just want to know what happens when I'm dead. But this song is still fantastic. Hot Milk can literally put out anything and it will be good. They are one of the best, like, unpredictable... They are the most consistently unpredictable yet consistently amazing band that I know. It, it, it I'm so excited for this EP in September. It is gonna be... It is going to be making a run for that uh, favorite EP of the year. Hands down. It's... I, I would already lock it into my top five at this point, just based on these two singles alone. That's how strongly I feel about them. When is this EP out? September 10th. Fucking September. <laughs> yep. Bro, I yeah, this is this is probably my wait. Hold on, something is what happened. The Googler stopped working. Bro, yeah, Googler.exe. I just <laughs> I looked. I was looking at because I was looking at the like songs I had by Hot Milk. So I was gonna say that like before I said it, I wanted to check every other song that I have saved by them to make sure that you know this is my favorite, and it is. But I saved Wide Awake in Awful Ever After, and it says it doesn't exist anymore. I can see it, but it's grayed out. Yeah, the hell happened? That's strange. It's just gone. What the fuck? You know, you know what I think happened? Uh, they signed to a label. Uh, oh, so they, they get rid of my songs now? <laughs> they, they signed to a label, so I think they just, like, re- uh, They, like, transferred it to like a new thing with like the label and that label is getting money Bro, who's like their that. label who's their label music know. for it's, nations yeah. music for nations i hope you suffer i hope your pr guy gets hit by a car i've had enough where's my hot milk i'm done the song's I'm still done. on spotify Derek, my man where's my yes. hot milk the quote of the quote no. of this yeah, podcast exactly. <laughs> oh, i can't believe it um, th this me. i haven't mentioned it yet uh this song has another absolutely huge chorus i just want to know what happens when i'm dead had an absolutely huge chorus this one continues on that trend uh i don't think all five of them are going to have absolutely huge choruses because hot milk are unpredictable like that and if yeah. all five of them did have huge choruses i would probably d be disappointed to be honest um <laughs> yeah i the way that the two of them uh just they work so well together it is unreal Hot Milk are one of the most exciting bands for me, uh, and they have been for, like, a year now. I'm just happy that I can finally really... Because this, this is one of those bands that was on the precipice of being me liking it for the longest time. Um, and with these last two singles, again, the Hot Milk Supremacy hype train. Get your tickets now, because this shit taken off, bro. Come September <laughs> 10th, I'm very, very excited. Yep, absolutely. I think we should move on to our final single of the month. Weird shit. <laughs> Welcome to the Mickey Mouse Club, my friends. Desrox's brand new song off of his upcoming debut album for September 24th. I wonder if he'd get banned from Disney too. 
Great question. Like, like Ice Nine Kells did. It's funny because I was going to make a comparison that there's some similarities between this song and Hip To Be Scared. <laughs> which sounds like the most unlikeliest comparison. But the way that this song ends with the very theatrical, like, 1940s-esque, just, like, theater... Like, uh, never let a rat in the Mickey Mouse Club, and I don't My God. care. It's, Yo, that has to be the episode. It's so but... fucking corny, bro. <laughs> it's so fucking corny, but I fucking love it at the same time. This is, like, top three Des Rock song for me. I haven't been able to put this down all week. And I kinda hate it. Because, like, <laughs> how the hell... Did I let this a song, song called Mickey Mouse Club end up as, like, one of my favorite songs of the month? Oh, hold up. You're telling me this song is better than Face Me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you're absolutely. a menace, bro. <laughs> oh, remember, remember, remember how I said the Hot Milk's label PR guy needed to be, like, put down? I'm putting you next on the list, bro. I cannot believe that you just said that. <laughs> I love this dude. I want to hear this. I want to hear this shit live so bad. You're a menace. (laughs) My God. Oh man, I I was gonna say Des Rocks kind of has a very much like alt rock, rock and roll type feel to it. This feels more just like kind of rock to me. So I'm kind of surprised that you guys. uh, No, I'm not surprised you guys aren't vibing with it as much. Um, I I kind of had like a glimmer in my head that like maybe you guys would like this song a little bit more compared to the his past stuff that we've talked about but evidently i was way off base on that so (laughs) yeah uh this is my of these last five songs this is my second favorite behind hot milk the the ranking is hot milk des rocks all-time low point north plot if you were wondering for these last Uh, you're you need to be stopped Well, I can do that pretty easily by moving on to the EPs and albums for this month. I think it's about time. What do you say? Man, we got, what, three EPs? Three EPs, three albums. We can get that done. Hell yeah, we can. Let's get started with Sad Heroes, who dropped their brand new EP, I Feel Like Doing Something Dangerous. Staying silent, fucking straight through all the f- I'm just a number to you Maybe the one or the two But do you feel me? What do you feel like doing? Listening to the CP True That's dangerous? I mean, potentially I feel like the dangerous part of this is getting too into it Oh yeah, I can see with the last track name Yeah. Oh yeah Nothing, nothing like a good bit of teenage suicide. <laughs> oh man, this is really good. I didn't this even know this EP had come out. Good. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I've been following Sad Heroes since they dropped Sunny Side Down late last year, and I haven't been sure if I wanted to talk about the singles on the podcast because we were we were a little bit late to Sunny Side Down, and then Houses. I was just very eh on. It is still my least favorite song on this EP. And then the actor, the liar, I, I don't know. I just wasn't, I, I wasn't sold. Hearing it all together, I, I am sold on all six of these songs. But there is one song in particular that I am buying the stocks of more than the others. And Derek, I want to see if it lines up with uh, what you're thinking on this EP. Oh, my favorite song on here was Sunny Side Down. Okay, so it doesn't align. Wait, yeah, wait. But... Okay, go here, go for it, Jake. I want to see. My favorite song on here is by far White Lines. Okay. 
I think mine is the actor the liar. That was my introduction to this band. I, that was the only song that I had figured out that they'd put out recently. I didn't know that there was an EP. I, I was very surprised to see this I, in the playlist. Have we have we reviewed this band on the podcast before? We have not. No. no. Okay, because I was it was those I was three like, singles, and I wasn't sure to. This is them. really good. When I first heard it, I was like, "What the heck?" <laughs> yeah, this was definitely a surprise. White Lines, in particular, as I mentioned, was the standout. I think it has some fantastic production. The mixing and production, I mean, across the EP as a whole, is really good. But specifically on White Lines, everything it felt like every piece of that song was meticulously placed in the exact right spot all of the slight uh vocal modulations and reverb just the slightest bits of distortion here and there like on um i can't remember um like silent stripped of all the feeling or something like that on white line where they like distort feeling um i i fucking loved that part um and then the chorus as well was probably my favorite chorus on this album. I will say that uh, the actor, the liar, had a pretty solid chorus as well. But White Lines is the standout track for me here. Yeah, the I think the vocals are probably my favorite part of this, and like just the delivery. I don't know; it's a very specific. It reminds me of um actually a bit of the uh vocal delivery in that first verse in that timeless song that we were talking about mm-hmm. earlier. It's got the same sort of vibe for me. I don't know. I, I really, really like the style of vocal delivery. Again, I, I only knew about the actor, the liar. So when I got around to this full thing, it was a very, very nice surprise. I am very happy with this. This is fantastic. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm, to use the term again, pleasantly surprised, just because I knew of this band. I knew I liked this band. I didn't know there was an EP, so I am just excited to get one and spend some time with it over the next couple of weeks. Justin, do yeah, you know- have any thoughts here? You haven't really said much. No, I I I gave this a couple of listens, but wasn't really in the the space to listen to a full EP. Um, I did like. Um, I went back and listened to the noise and teenage suicide, and really liked those. Um, but the full thing, I I need That's more time with it. So it seems like in general, like between the four of us, all all six songs are pretty well covered on like we mm-hmm. all like at least every single song here from for one of us so yeah, oh, yeah. there's, there's good stuff going on anything. here there's definitely some very good stuff yeah uh what do you think about a comparison to movements do you think that holds up mm, i think movements is more bait i want to say bass driven okay that's fair i think maybe to the first movements album not the most recent one okay i haven't heard the uh, first one so also oh, it's, it's a banger in sunnyside down i want to heal i want to feel did anybody think of lincoln park when they heard that oh my god, oh god. no it sounds not. literally exactly like it come on Shit. where does he say it let's find it give me the time so drop the time step in the discord so i can go back to it i, I can't find it i can't find it right now get oh i found it 250 yeah 250 250 I'm going, I'm going. Two fifty. Alright, I'm in there. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <It literally sounds laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know that's a good thing. That's that's ups to them. We'll take it. 
I don't know if there's anything else to be said. Very solid EP right here. Yep. Let's move on to another pretty solid EP, actually. Take the Name, formerly known as Violent Nine, have dropped their new EP for what it's worth. We talked about Grenade back when they were Violet 9 back in February, and I wasn't super sold back then. Uh, rehearing it you know, when giving this full EP a listen, I feel like in general I'm just very much, much more sold on this band than I was previously. I have five of these six songs still in my playlist, uh, two weeks removed from first listening to it, which I would not have expected given uh, how kind of just... Uh, how, when I, f I remember when I first heard Grenade, I was like, this is solid, but it's nothing special. Uh, I've got Grenade in the playlist now, and it's been my second or maybe third favorite on this EP. Something uh, clicked when I heard this EP in full. The singles, I think, were the, the lighter end of the EP. I really liked the non-singles. You Broke Me, really good. Um, Succubus went surprisingly heavy. Yep, very true. Very, uh, very surprisingly scar, heavy. Scar Tissue is that really good contrast. Um, yeah, Scar Tissue is a great example of a song that, um, it has, like, an acoustic start, but it doesn't stay acoustic the entire time. Because I feel like a lot of EPs kind of force that acoustic breakup song that a lot of albums have, and they force it in there just... Not just be not just because they can, but kind of to like kind of wrap. It, it's a good way to like wrap up an EP or an album or like a full listening experience. I feel like this is one of the better renditions of that acoustic trope that I've heard, um, where it starts off a bit more acoustic, but then it it progressively builds throughout the song into something more instrumental, and I I really enjoyed that. Um, it's not my favorite song on the CP. I haven't gone back to it a whole lot, but it's a solid song that I enjoyed more than I expected to. When I when I first heard that it was an acoustic song, I'm like, oh, it's here comes another acoustic song on an EP that I'm probably not ever going to listen to again. But no, this this one was different. Scar Tissue uh, surprised me in a good way. I, I am doing anything in my power to avoid saying the one word that comes before surprise that we have all been saying. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but to move on from uh, Grenade and Scar Tissue, Justin, we're both in agreement that You Broke Me is the best song here, right? Uh, yeah, I, I'd okay. say that. Um, yeah. I, I went back and listened to Succubus earlier today and was kind of vibing with that, but um, You Broke Me is still the best. Yeah, You Broke Me has, especially as the opening track, I wasn't expecting to get anything even close to as good as that on this EP. And then to open up with the best song on the EP in such a strong fashion, I I definitely think that heavily impacted my overall enjoyment. Just like starting off on a high note from an EP that I was kind of just expecting average things from, just a great sign. And You Broke Me was, I, I don't think I could have asked for much more from an opening track for a band that I really wasn't very sold on to uh, going into this EP. Um Huge chorus, pretty great verses, just solid instrumentation from top to bottom. On the song and on the EP as a whole, I think. Does that uh, bring us to Against the Current? Yeah. I think Against the Current. 
have dropped their new EP, Fever. Banger. I have like six different bold statements I can make to start this out. Um, <laughs> this is my favorite release of the month by far. It is not okay. close. This is also the first thing to shape up to shake up my top three albums of the year since March. This is better than one of my three favorite albums of this year. Ooh. Um, and I'm question. going to extend that by saying this is the best EP I have heard since February 2019, when Ooh. Grandson and the Score both dropped uh, the Pressure EP and the Modern Tragedy Volume Two EP. This is the best what? EP I have heard in over two years. What Period. is the I, one of the songs written by Bring Me right? Am I? Yeah, am I that is which... Lullaby. Okay. That is one of the songs I love. <laughs> yep. Um, let, let's just start with Lullaby. It's the closing track. When I heard Again and Again last month, I thought that was like a lock for best song on this EP. I was like, there's no way in hell that they can go from Weapon being like, oh yeah, Weapon's going to be my favorite thing on this EP. I didn't have many other expectations. To Again and Again being like a top 10 song of the year. And then they drop Lullaby as the closing track is like I I'm at a point of considering that this EP might have two of my top 10 favorite songs of the year right now. And I'm at a point of thinking, I don't know if anything is going to change that because lullaby is the best closing track I've heard do anything all year. It's not close. Um, again and again is one of the best pop rock songs of the year. It's not close. Uh, that Won't Save Us and Weapon are really fucking good. Jump is really fucking good. Burn It Down is not really fucking good. It's it's just good enough. But on, like, half of the other, like, pop rock things that I have heard this year, Burn It Down would be, like, a top two song on it. And Shatter is similar to what I was mentioning with Take the Name and uh, Scar Tissue, Shatter is a perfect rendition of kind of an acoustic calm break uh, interlude-esque track. I am in love with this EP top to bottom. And I... I... There's some other bands that are t releasing EPs for the rest of this year. I don't see a world where anything tops this. I, I don't. I really don't. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention that uh, there's one other... When I said I had, like, six different hot takes to start off this discussion, mm -hmm. I, might, I might have saved the biggest one for last here, uh, which I, I had to specifically write this one down because I knew I was going to forget if I didn't say it. Okay. Their drummer, Will, has put up quite possibly the best drum performance on an EP I have ever heard. I don't know if I have ever heard an EP with such memorable drums that are, like, almost as memorable as the vocals. Like... I haven't felt this strongly about drums on an album or an EP probably since I first heard Drop Dead Cynical in 2016. Wow. By Amaranth. Is there anything more I can say to make you all understand how much I fucking love this? <laughs> like... I don't think so. I think you've covered literally every bass plus like three more. <laughs> <laughs> right? We're, like... we're, we're playing seven we're in the outfield now. <laughs> yeah. all, all, so... all three outfields have a bass now. 
and I've just covered <laughs> all seven of them with every single song on the CP. I don't. I mean, I can't say yeah, that. Okay, I... Let, let, let me let me hit it home one more time. Oh my right? good god! Hit me with it. <laughs> this this EP is a grand slam. There's the baseball oh, uh, tie-in. There we go. There's the baseball tie-in. I had to. Get I. It. I don't, I mean, obviously, I don't think it's possible to like this as much as you do, (laughs) but this is sitting pretty confidently in my top 10 EPs right now for the year, maybe top five. I'm not, hmm, how do I, I think that Weapon and Jump are the two weakest songs on this EP for me. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um... Weapon is like my my second favorite after Lullaby. Yeah, I I want to like it more than I do. It's one of those that I'm waiting for that moment to click because I've liked it more and more. Weapon, weapon, weapon. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, my favorite song off uh, the EP is Again and Again, uh, partially because it's a really really good catchy replayable song, and also because it's got the Garden feature. Garden being my favorite artist right now. Um, absolutely unexpected feature and one that I really really enjoy. Um. This is just really, really good pop rock. This is their best project yet, I'm going to say. Yeah, I, I, I when I, after I heard this uh, EP, I went back to some of their older material because I'm like, if this is this good, surely, like, there's got to be something from their older stuff that I'll at least like. I've gone back to it. I've been pretty underwhelmed by just about everything else I've heard from this band. But this EP is a grand slam. They, they knocked it out of the fucking park. Yeah, this this is just really. There's so many memorable moments here and things to love. Um, I you said this is gonna that's it's gonna tie in with the second EP to make an album, right? Yep, there will be a second EP coming. We're pulling in of mice and men. Yep, kind of. Thank God, you know I. No, when are we getting a new single from them? By the way, I I really thought we were gonna. I really thought we were gonna get something this month, but we didn't. I this is like tangential, but I think I might have the lore on this because when I pre-ordered the um, Bloom vinyl, uh, it said that it was set to ship around October fifteenth. So I'm thinking we get a new. We're gonna get another. um, That's Ice Nine Kills date. Yep, the album probably drops then. On the, I, I imagine we'll get one more EP uh, August, and then we'll get the album on October 15th. Anyway, um, I am very... Because I've been listening to this band off and on since 2018, and I'm just very excited to finally have like a whole set of songs that I can love, rather than just like one or two songs off of an album. You know? I'm just incredibly, incredibly excited for more material from this band, and I think that this is, is more than enough to tide me over until that time comes. You know, I'm so incredibly happy with stuff like that won't save us again and again. I really like Shatter, Burn It Down, especially Lullaby, too. Lullaby is a fantastic song. I'm going to bring up the stats sheet real quick and just say that uh, Last.fm, my most played songs for July, Lullaby is in first place by more than double of what second place is. (laughs) (laughs) That is how big the gap is. Uh, speaking of lullaby, uh, let me go back to that for the fourth time because I haven't talked about one of the best lines I have heard all year with uh, the chorus and tell me how you sleep at night. It doesn't seem fair. How the hell are you dreaming when the world's a nightmare? Mm-hmm. One of the best lines I have heard all year. Um, and then uh, the second chorus uh, follows up on that with uh, take your pretty smile, tell them everything's fine. Um, uh, something 
break breaking breaking uh breaking my bones to sharpen your knife it's so fucking good i i have not been able to put lullaby down evidently um yeah it's so good and the it's it's just the perfect closing track when it's everything that i want out of a closing track it doesn't feel like anything else on the album it has very strong closer energy it has that build and then fall and then the build and the fall between the verses and the chorus just overall lullaby is fantastic i can't believe that they actually managed to top again and again like it, it feels like i've gotten into a pattern lately where generally if a band releases a single that i have a feeling is going to be like one of my favorite songs of the year or if it is like if a single is significantly better than the rest of the singles, I expect it to be my favorite song from a release. And when something else comes and actually tops it, in the case of this song where Lullaby tops again and again, the only other example I can even think of is Amaranth with Boom maybe topping Archangel um, as a single. I I was blown away. There's no other way to put it. Uh... I think the last point that I want to make on this EP, because I have been dragging this on for a while, is that in Jump, which um, of the non-singles has been my second favorite, uh, I go Lullaby Jump, then uh, Shatter, then Burn It Down is probably my least favorite song on the EP. Um, I really liked the way that they turned Jump into the deep end and like spun it in a positive light. Because I feel like when you say Jump into the deep end, that kind of... That, that feels like it has like a connotation to like depression and like you're kind of down in the dumps uh when you're when you're at the deep end when you're at your lowest point but they um they turn jump into the deep end into like jump into the deep end to like put yourself out there into a situation you aren't expecting jump into the deep end what are you waiting for is the exact line and that feels just very optimistic and i feel like that was just a very creative way to use that lyric that I really appreciated and has made me enjoy that song a lot more. I'm not even gonna try and conclude everything that I said on this EP. You're gonna have to if you want if you want a conclusion, just go back to when we started discussing this, man. I've said enough. I've Jake said enough. likes the CP. I couldn't tell. True. True. That's a good way to conclude it, actually. Any any yep. other last thoughts here, or are we moving on to our albums? Nothing that I could possibly say right now was not already covered by you fantastic <laughs> that that was the goal <laughs> <laughs> on to the three albums of july we got born of osiris dropping their brand new album angel or alien the simulation part two we finally got it I think. Vaguely. <laughs> I think. <laughs> As a full project put forth by them, do you think that this is stronger or weaker than the simulation part one? I gotta say weaker. Ooh. Okay. Uh, Jake, did you ever listen to the simulation? I did not. Okay. I think I might be biased, though, Derek, because mm -hmm. I went to the simulation tour. Okay, with... so you got to see it live. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but 
I will say I think I like the simulation better because of the more heavy electronic influence. That's not to say that's not in this. There is some songs with the electronic influences. But I think it's like the same thing with Era for me. Progressive metalcore is not really my thing. Yeah. Um yeah, that's basically my summary. It's not for me. <laughs> That being uh, said, I'll, I'll I take, can see... I'll take the wheel from there, I guess, because I did give this album a listen with you, Jacob. Yes. Uh, and your Alien still fucks. That is the only song that still fucks on this album. <laughs> I... I almost... I feel like I wanted to enjoy this more than I ended up enjoying it. Like, I didn't expect to love this by any means. I just mm-hmm. expected to enjoy more than two out of the 14 songs here. Yeah. Uh, the only other song that really stuck with me was Love Story. I can't tell you why, it just did. Um, something about it works for me. Everything else has moments of this is good, but I feel like a lot of it blends together for me because yeah. I'm not into this type of metalcore in a similar way that you aren't, Jacob. I gotta pray. I gotta note the saxophone, though. Love the saxophone. Yep. What song was that on? I don't even remember. There's two of them, I think. Yeah, opener and the closer. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, I like Poster Child. Good electronic intro. Good saxophone. Now I want to hear what you have to say, Derek, because you're the you're the era enthusiast, the era self-titled enthusiast. Uh huh. What are we, we going to call the era apologist? Is that where we're at? <laughs> no, you, not you an don't apologist. Need, yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're not, not an apologist for era. I I am the apologist of a of a. Oh, I am the apologist of a certain uh, other band uh, that uh, I'm not going to mention. (laughs) Okay. I don't like this as much as I like Era. However, this album and Era's self-titled are the two albums I've heard this year that I have granted a ten out of ten on instrumentation, uh, in my nerdy spreadsheet rankings of uh, albums i've heard this so year I, uh, I know what you're gonna say now and it's the the vocals isn't it no really i don't mind the vocals it's the song structure okay i have four songs saved from this album it's waves threat of your presence echo breather and lost souls they are also the only four songs on this album with distinct choruses It's not that I don't, or that the vocals are too much or anything like that. I, they used to be, and I didn't like the simulation as much. This feels less, like, genty, fast-paced than the simulation did. It feels, I mean, there's still a lot of fast-paced moments in instrumentation, but it's, it it feels a bit more like prog metalcore than gent at a lot of points. And I like it more than the simulation for that reason. You mentioned before that if this band got a clean vocalist... I was about to say that. If this band I, had a clean oh vocalist... Yeah. It would be... This is like easy top 10 material. Yeah. Maybe AOTY. Yeah. And for me, it's not because I think they need a clean vocalist. I think a clean vocalist would present more opportunities for choruses and variation. Because mm-hmm. the vocals in and of themselves are not like too much for me. They're just 
too present without any variation in them, I guess, which is why yes. I like the songs that have choruses in them, because there's at least a bit more song structure that's defined to it as opposed to the rest, which is great instrumentally. I don't not like any song in this album. It's just like the replayability on them is lower because they it feels like there's a lot going on and it's oppressive. And yeah, they it yeah. it's just I, not my style. I 100% agree. Which isn't to discount the vocalist or anything like that because I think he's a great vocalist and for There's the style of, of music actually. really yep I was completely unaware of that well just in general I'm not discounting the vocals it's just not my thing this song structure isn't my type of thing part of why I mean the reason I like Aero so much is because there's that variation in the vocals mm. between the two and even with the uncleans you know like on something like Scorpion Him I mean Scorpion Him is um very similar I think to Thread of Your Presence or Echo Breather on this where uncleans kind of get pitched up into more like scream singing almost mm -hmm. and like that's fine i just wish there was more of that on this album but i mean overall i've listened to this front to back a couple of times just because there's so many instrumental moments on here that leave me kind of floored um probably not going to crack the top 10 or anything come the end of the year but overall i think a really solid metalcore album with worth listening to for the instrumentation alone also, banger album artwork. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. That is true. That is true. Shall we move on? I don't know if the, I don't feel like there's too much more to say. I feel like we've all nope. kind of set our points. So, yep, Absolutely. I'm, I'm done to move on to the next one. We got a new band that I'm pretty sure none of us even really knew existed uh, up until a few weeks ago. We got Felicity, who just dropped a new album called Dear Universe. Justin, I'll let you start on this one since I'm pretty sure you're the one uh, that discovered this band. Yeah, I um, I caught Pendulum from uh, as a single uh, in one of my mixes and really liked it and there was something about it I, I wasn't quite fond of um lo and behold uh on my release radar they dropped an album so i went and listened to it front and back and then sent to you guys because i thought it'd be uh i thought it was kind of a slower period when we posted it um i don't know i i like it i think it kind of leans into that very I almost want to say very early Fallout Boy kind of style. Yep. Not okay. Good. I'm I'm not no, no, crazy. You're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. Good. Um, where it's kind of that like mixture of um punk meets kind of heavier style. Um, a lot of my favorites from from here are more of kind of the more rock style. So Ghost Town, uh. Wish You Weren't Here, Pendulum, Hit and Run. Uh, everything else just kind of fell by the wayside for me after a couple of listens. I've like a lot. mentioned three of my four favorite songs on the CP, so glad we, or album. <laughs> glad we're in some sort of agreement there. Yeah, I felt like the latter half of the album kind of fell flat for me, for uh, unfortunately. But everything else was pretty solid. This, to me, is a fusion of that... Like you mentioned, that early Fall Out Boy style, <laughs> heavy pop punk combo. Ironically enough, um, 
for me is comparable to the last album we'll talk about with the Chunk No Captain Chunk. Um, maybe not quite as like heavy as that, but uh, another comparison that I wanted to make was Machine Gun Kelly, and not because it's just pop punk with like pop punk drumming, whatever. But there are like certain inflections in the vocalist's delivery that remind me of some of the stuff on that MGK album. I think this is way better than Tickets to My Downfall, for the record, but I, my two favorite songs on here are Lonely Nights and Wish You Weren't Here. Um, Lonely Nights I just enjoy because there's kind of like that soft into the build-up, whatever, but Wish You Weren't Here feels like it's got that kind of quintessential pop-punk almost flavor to it, with like the, the clip of that girl being really annoying in the valley girl accent Mm -hmm. and just the the moment i was sold on that song was when like after those clips play he just goes oh fuck and then the and then the solo yeah 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 Yeah, i really really enjoy that there i think that there are a couple weaker songs for me on this album um for me probably ghost town on the weather i'm just not as into um but overall this was a a pretty solid surprise of an album I, i really wasn't expecting i mean i didn't have any expectations going into it i mean ultimately i'm left feeling all things considered pretty high on it yeah i i kind of agree with you on my uh the weaker tracks here i would say you got this the weather and highs and lows were the tracks that didn't really stick with me all that much uh my favorite tracks mostly line up with what justin said with it being ignite hit and run pendulum and wish you weren't here being my four favorites uh so a very strong start to this album and then uh the rest of it hasn't really stuck with me i don't think it's bad i just think the the more memorable material is uh a bit front-loaded um and i don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing i feel like that's probably just more personal preference but i really got attached to the chorus and hit and run i mentioned it a handful of times throughout this podcast but that very anthemic feel to the chorus um especially on the way they say hit and run um I really, really got attached to that. Uh, and then in Pendulum, when uh, at the end of the chorus where it's, uh, I wrote it down, um, I'm done. And then it like pauses for a second, singing, They it pauses for a second, they drop the instrumentation, then say singing like a pendulum and then go back into the riff. I fucking loved that. Um, and then as you already mentioned, <laughs> that uh, the mockery of like the Valley Girl voice, uh, and wish you weren't here into the off oh, fuck this probably <laughs> the most memorable moment on this yeah. entire album yeah uh, i did want to bring up the lyrics to the chorus uh, i'm trying to find them right now but i am struggling to find lyrics anywhere um unfortunately but i know the opening line is uh maybe i can't sing like billy eilish and th- mm-hmm. they mentioned like three other different like super famous Hollywood stars in that chorus. I I know they mentioned Chris Pratt at one point in one line. That, um, oh my! Okay, that makes so much because there's there's a little like kind of run at the end of that song. We just goes Chris Pratt like at the very end. <laughs> Chris Pratt makes a lot more sense because I thought he was saying Chris Brown, and I was like, hmm, uh, <laughs> like why why are we name dropping Chris Brown? <laughs> like what's going on here? Okay, yeah, I, I can't find the lyrics on Google anywhere. Uh, just know that the lyrics are out there on the internet somewhere. I just can't find them because that's how I know yeah. it says Chris Pratt. <laughs> no, overall, I mean, this, I don't know 
none of us had expectations for this going into it yeah right? no like, i i didn't even know this band at all up until justin dropped it in our uh, group chat good well thank you justin justin Yay, you did us a good thing you did us a good thing for once maybe we won't cut your voice out uh for the non-patreon edit this time i'm about to say yeah, derek sure. on his own i don't need we'll leave your voice in only for this one now <laughs> okay you, you've, earned, you've, you've earned your rights for this one <laughs> hell yeah uh, I, th I think that's a good time to move over to our final album for the month as derek alluded to uh during felicity we got chunk no captain chunk dropping a brand new album called gone are the good days Jake, I am very curious to hear your thoughts on this. This is my favorite album of the month. Okay, good. Off to a good start. <laughs> uh, I mean, is that a, a big statement considering two of the albums that I listened to this month I only liked two songs off of, and the other two are This and Felicity? Uh, I don't know. It, it's, it was really just a competition between This and Felicity for my favorite album of the month. Um... And I have definitely grown to appreciate this album a lot. There are really only two songs on here that never really clicked with me, being Good Luck and Tongue Tied. Everything else on here, I have found something to enjoy. Um, and I think that uh, the biggest examples of that come uh, from Made For More, True Colors, and Painkillers, being my three favorite songs. Uh, Derek, where, where are you standing on your favorite songs here? Bitter, painkillers, true colors, made for more. Okay, so we're basically on the same page. Although, yep. I mean, bitter, bitter would probably be my four, to be honest. So okay, well then, yeah, yeah, I'll we're basically it. on the same page. Then. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's just a very fun listen. Um, you get some you get some really nice instrumentation from song to song. You get some heavier moments. You get some uh, softer moments, like on Complete You, where I don't think there's any harsh vocals on Complete You. Um, you get at least, I think, a, a douse of harsh vocals on most of the other songs. Thank you for suggesting this to me, because mm -hmm. I I have really enjoyed spending time with it this week. I, I haven't been able to get too deep into like the story of the album or anything like that, because I feel like there is a bit of a story going on here. I just haven't been able to fully piece it together yet. I There was one lyric that I really, really liked uh, coming from True Colors, which is my favorite song um when it rains it pours it will leave you wanting more mm -hmm. um which i feel like is some sort of a jab at like relationships where things can be in the shitter in a relationship things can be going down bad you might even want to like break up with them you might have even like broken up with someone but you'll still want more that's kind of how i interpreted that line anyway um which i i, I just i really liked that um I think the last note that I want to make uh, on Complete You is that sax solo that just came out of nowhere. Yeah. Was <laughs> it was pretty dope. I really enjoyed that. Especially, I told you. especially putting it like on the on the latter half of the album when there's like no hints of a saxophone anywhere else to just be yeah, like, kind of yeah, there. track eight, sax solo, I'm, I'm about, you know, let, let's go for it. And it's it comes as a total surprise and it's it kind of like, it makes you focus on what you're listening to because it is 
it's so jarring, but it's so good at the same time. Maybe jarring I, isn't the right word to say, but... I told you that it's the same dude doing cleans and uncleans, right? I believe so. I mean, okay, I, I went and watched uh, like one of the music videos uh, when, yeah. when you asked me to uh, check out this band to see if I would like it, so yeah. Yeah, Bitter, Bitter was the one. I had completely forgotten that they did that because the only song that stuck with me was the other line, which is off their 2015 album. And that was one that I found off of uh headspace or issues, uh, coma song radio back when I first got Spotify and was getting into C music and all that. And, um, I think that this is their best album yet. I, there's just so much to enjoy here. I painkillers is literally just to say it. It's in a day to remember song. Like back before a day to remember wasn't complete garbage. Um, <laughs> and they've really filled that easy core void that for the most part, a day to remember has left from the fact that their new album was garbage and their members are also pieces of shit and like, whatever, you know, I, I am happy to have chunk new captain chunk really like they saw the, a day to remember allegations and were like, shit, it's time to come back and put out an album. <laughs> like, this is our time, time to be the new easy core Kings. Um, and I think that they've they've done it spectacularly. I mean, there's the easy core, whatever. There's pop punk influences. You mentioned the saxophone. Just it's it's so much fun. I did not know? even draw that connection. Like they're filling a day to remember. Like I I've heard this band's name tossed around, but I never actually listened to them for yeah. for the longest time. Probably like two years now, actually, and. This is not at all what I expected. <laughs> like, I thought I was getting a metalcore album when I went into this, because I've never listened to them before. And then I was like, this metalcore album, this is pop punk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pop punk with an occasional breakdown in harsh vocals. Yeah. 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 I think, an like, another band that I think of that I've never listened to but heard tossed around is We Better the Bread with Butter. And I think because oh. <laughs> both bands' names are ridiculous. Yeah. I, 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 draw, I, draw, I draw connection. I, I almost, like, mix them up, basically. Yeah. Even though I've never heard e either of them. <laughs> well, I, We Butter the Bread with Butter and this band do not at all sound the same. They're yeah, both from Europe, but... That's about because these guys are French and we butter the bread with brother is German. But yeah, we butter the bread with butter is uh, Attila if Attila wasn't shit. And Chunk mm. No Captain Chunk is a day to remember if a day to remember was still good. So, you know, we've, <laughs> we've really got the two comparisons going on. But there, no, I'm, an evolution I'm going on. Exactly. No, I, I'm, I'm really overall so happy with this album, especially because I would never have expected we get an album after six years. You know, I, I thought that for all intents and purposes, they were done and broken up and just hadn't announced it or on like an indefinite hiatus or something like that. So to get a surprise album from this band and then to have it be as good as it is, is just an absolutely welcome surprise. A great way to end off July. Yep. A great way to end off July is exactly the way I would put it. And a great way to end off the podcast, right? Then, yeah, yeah. I think that's a wrap then. July, I think, I feel like July was a pretty solid month. Uh, oh. I, I, want, I want to double back to what you said, uh, Jacob, where you said July was your favorite release month of the year so far, right? Because I, I, I would definitely, month, <laughs> I would absolutely put February and March as the top two. 
after that it becomes very muddy and i feel like july it might even be like july and june taking uh january is good too i don't know man i think i i think i have it easy to just to, because my three favorite bands yeah yeah frankly songs this month too i'm at the point where anything i say about any release month being my favorite doesn't matter because by the end yeah. of the year it's just going to be september anyway so like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that ain't the goddamn truth what's, what's, what's the point man <laughs> i mean to be august could actually be making a pretty good run because we got uh, afterlife and caskets next week and um, phineas phineas at the end of the month um else i feel like i feel like there's got to be there's some other album that we're, i'm missing that's dropping this month yeah, there. I there probably I like is. There's an, EP. there's an EP sometime. Uh, I can't remember who it is. Though. Of mice and men. No, nope. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> nope. Oh, I Let's can't see. remember for the life of me. It's. We didn't we talk about it earlier in the episode? It's not uh, with, uh, with with confidence is dropping their self titled. Oh shit! <laughs> Jake's is like an excited. It's Same day as Phineas. Man, the hell am I supposed to do? We haven't bro? talked about with confidence on the podcast yet, but I think we're gonna have to do that next month. This is so frustrating. I have such a like locked top ten or whatever <laughs> that I'd be happy with, and I still got like seven, eight more albums that are announced <laughs> that I have to deal with. Yo, fuck twenty twenty one. I said before that twenty twenty was the best year for music. I think twenty twenty one might pass that. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It depends on the success of the albums here in the next three months, but. All in all, uh, I, I want to double back to the fact that my top three albums has not changed since March. And I, I, I don't know whether that's just the rest of the year being underwhelming or if February and March were the just that fucking good for me. My top, my top like 10 is still all up in the air at the moment. My top two haven't changed since March. Everything else is. Yeah. Teasers yeah. for the uh, eventual uh, recap. Oh, uh, well, awards, awards recap when we get to uh, yeah, December. yeah. Teasers <laughs> for that thing that's definitely not going to change <laughs> by any of the eight gajillion good yeah, albums coming out in the next yeah. three months. Absolutely so not. It's over. <laughs> we are so fucked. Yep. I think I think this September may be the most fucked we will have ever been. Oh yeah, so yeah. many albums. August last year. No, no I, not even. No, this September no. is going to be worse. It's those two weeks, the 17th yeah, and, the, and the 24th. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Anyways, we, uh... Uh, thanks for listening, y'all. Uh, let me show social media once again. If you aren't already following us on social media, definitely go do so. At uh, HiveMindRadio underscore on Instagram and Twitter. And presumably, if you're listening to this on a streaming service, you already know where to find us. Uh, HiveMindRadio Recap. Um, I will mention that we do have a playlist for... We do have a playlist for uh, this month's episode, so if you want to shuffle everything that we talked about uh, while discussing new music this month, uh, look up the Hive Mind July 2021 recap playlist on Spotify. Uh, and you can find all the past month's recap playlists as well if you're into that. Uh, that's all the showing I gotta do. Uh, we've already kind of set our closing thoughts for tonight, but anything else before we get off here? Yeah, I want to be on the soapbox and say, go listen to fucking Slender because Jake didn't tell me to put them on the podcast. Okay. That's all I had to say. You're going to. We're showing Slender. If I'm showing something, go listen to the new Billie Eilish album. It's really, really good.
If I'm showing something, I'm showing Samurai Pizza Cats featuring oh, Maria Future Palace dropping a metalcore banger last week, which we didn't have time for. And Jacob? I am going to pronounce it as Arkansas. All right, good. Everybody, everybody, <laughs> Arkansas from here on out. Hell yeah. That's a wrap for the July recap. Thanks for listening, as always. Hope you enjoyed. We'll see you next month with our August recap. Maybe an After Hours episode sometime soon. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, awesome. A good one. That's a wrap.